just minutes away from getting your speakers blown by the best hip hop, R&B, and talk radio. So call up the fellas, call up the homegirls, and get ready for the Beat Break Radio Show with your host, Sean Garvey, coming up next. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Donnell Jones. Yo, this is Daddy-O, the original Stetsasonic crew. It's your girl, Trina. Hey, yo, doing this King Malachi. What's up? It's your boy, your folk, Doodle Brown, Doodle Breezy, O'Sheezy. WBS 87 Atlanta. And on iHeartRadio, home of the Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum, and the Wake Up Ladies. Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. A Reach One Communications Station. Yes, yes, yes. Morning, world. How you feel this morning? Life is good. Life is amazing. It's time to wake up and get started on your life. Tune in to yourself and the Beat Break Morning Show. Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum, get ready to change the world. We are in tune with who we are. We are great. Life is getting started, and we can't wait. Come on. Wake up, everybody. Tell all you know. Tune in to the Beat Break Morning Show. Sean Garvey, DJ, roll them all in your iPod with the help of the Wake Up Morning Squad. So dope. Check the interviews and what's happening on the daily news. They play tunes that sound so nice. You might even hear your homeboy precise. So don't hit the snooze, get started, you know. Tune in to the Beat Break Morning Show. Don't hit the snooze, get started, you know. Tune in to the Beat Break Morning Show. I say the morning show, uh, the morning show. Tune in to the Beat Break Morning Show. I say the morning show, uh, the morning show. Tune in to the Beat Break Morning Show. I said the morning show, the morning show. Tune in to the Beat Break Morning Show. I say the morning show, the morning show. Tune in to the Beat Break Morning Show. It's the Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey and the crew. Let's start. You are now rocking. Rocking with the best. Double rainbow. Oh my God. Live on your radio. It's the Beat Break with your host, Sean Garvey. I'm the dude. Welcome to the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast. You're now rocking with the best. I go by the name of Sean Garvey, and in the studio with me, I got DJ Rollo. Rollo, what's good, homie? Good, good, good. Good, good, good. Life is good. Bills are paid. Yes. That part. For this month. <laughs> For this month. You sound yeah. like you're a little bit too skeptical about next month. Uh, they'll be taken care of. They'll be taken care of. It's going to be taken care but, of? But this month is definitely good. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Star Carol's in the building. What's going on, sweetie? You know you're on mute, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought she was ready. Look, hashtag, I thought she was ready too, but you know, she clearly wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and oh, see, no. you want to talk about me and my margarita this morning. <laughs> that was, now, Sean, that was all that, that was what? I'm, I'm serious. I am drinking margarita this morning. 
Believe it or not, for ladies breakfast. and gentlemen. For breakfast. For, you put me on the spot, too. I put you on the spot. You was like, yeah, you want to talk about my margarita, but you ain't, you on mute. Uh, hey, you know, you wasn't saying anything. So I'm, try I'm trying to look out for you. I'm trying to look out for you, Starkels. Yeah, what's up, though? What's, what's, what's popping? How, how was your week? How was y'all weekend? Oh, man. Let me tell you, speaking of alcohol, <laughs> <laughs> man, I'd be having some amazing alcohol stories to share. A uh, couple of weeks, well. I remember them. You remember them, of course. That's why That's why we didn't want to say that, uh, you know, you don't want to go back to the old school DJ Roland back in the day. Mm -mm. No, mm -mm. no, uh-uh. No, but let me tell you a quick story, though. <laughs> I finally got well acquainted with my neighbors across the street. So I've been living out here in the outskirts of Atlanta for about a year and a month now. And I haven't gotten like very well acquainted with my neighbors because I'm more so of a keep to myself type of neighbor. You know, I don't want no problems. I don't want no smoke. But one of my neighbors from across the street invited me out to a cookout one evening. So I was like, you know, at first I was like, you know, I'm good. I'm good. And then one of them offered me a beer. I don't drink beer. I, I drink liquor and I drink wine. Right. But I don't drink beer. And so, oh man, I got to get this song, please. Um, so, yeah, so I, I went over to the house, went over to the house for the cookout. And they, I don't know if you all know or not, but there's three levels of getting toe up. Did you know that, DJ Roland? There's three levels. Certain levels, yes. I know about about uh about four or five of them i want to hear your three you want to hear my three i ain't never mm -hmm. heard that before i just thought it was i have tipsy i heard five not three tipsy i want to hear three history yeah. well yeah because there's there's three bottles it's three different bottles right so they had me on the crown royale okay i was on the crown right. royale one night they brought out the small uh-huh this is a continuous thing, like a one night, then the next night? No, um, no, no, no. This was just only one night, one night only. Oh, oh, okay. okay. One night only. Okay. So here's the story, ladies and gentlemen. I'm at my neighbor's house. A couple of people were there. My neighbor from across the street brought out three different bottles. The small one the medium size and the big size. Now, I have this thing where I identify all three. The little one is what I call the eye. The eye. When you drink it, when you drink it out of the little bottle, you don't get wasted or drunk or anything. You feel all right, like you are alert. You don't feel, aight. yeah, it's what I call the eye. Like, I'm eye. I'm alert. I'm not saying anything crazy. I'm, I know I'm consuming alcohol in my body, but I don't feel really anything. That's the little bottle that they had me on. The little one. 
So actually, no, I take that back. So back into the story. I had the Crown Royale, and then I went from the Crown Royale to the Hennessy. So I so the little bottle was the Hennessy, the little one. Hennessy and Coke. Mixed the Hennessy and Coke. And I was like, all right, you know, I don't feel anything yet. I graduated from the little bottle to the medium. Now, what I call the medium is the act right. The act right. The act right. Let's get you on this act right. Yeah, act right. Yeah. Now you're like, hmm, okay. Now you now you tipsy. You're a little bit alert, a little bit impaired. So they got you on that act right. And we call it that act right because, you know, you're becoming a little bit more sociable. You're less reserved. You know, you're on that act right. Like to be like, you're a little bit engaged. And like, okay, you know, find yourself moving your arms, moving your shoulders a little bit. Now you're on that act right. Now, I go back to my crib to go work on a few things. They were making me a stitch kebab. A, sh- a, a shish kebab? Is it or a stitch shish- kebab? It's a just kebab. Just kebab. Stitch kebab. <laughs> see, I don't, see, yeah. See, I don't really partake in that type of, um, you know, that type of eatery on a, <laughs> I mean, I'm dead serious. I don't, I don't really take partake. I don't partake into that. Why? Um, because it, it's it's not served to me on a regular basis, Star. Oh, it's not served. Okay. To me. Yeah. So they they're making me a plate, and by the time I come back, my neighbor's wife comes out of the car. Apparently, she went to the liquor store. She came back. With the big, big Hennessy bottle. The big Hennessy bottle. The big, big one. Yeah, now we're gonna call the big bottle. What are we gonna call it? Messed up. No, 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 it's not messed up. Not messed up, okay. That effed up. Let's call it that effed up. Okay. So that's the effed up. I said messed up, but try to be clean with it, so. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's the effed up. So we went from so we went from because I wasn't just the only one that drunk both the little bottle, the eye, and the medium sized one, the Acrite. So we went from the from the uh Acrite. No no no. We went from the eye to the Acrite to the F'd up. So now I'm went now I'm going from Acrite to F'd up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be able to hold my liquor. Like, I can hold my own. Now, when I got to the effed up, mixing the Hennessy with the Coke, oh, my God. What happened? I was effed up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. I was effed up, ladies and gentlemen. Now describe it. Now, when you're on the effed up, you start walking differently. You start talking differently. 
It feels like you high. You, you, you're like on cloud nine. You know, you start to become a little bit more and more relaxed. And you look like you, you want to. Looking, looking at. Yeah. And you look, you're looking at everybody like you want to have sex with them. Right. I, know, I, was, I didn't know <laughs> yeah. when didn't want to say it. That's a Hennessy. <laughs> yeah. That's that effed up. Now, the fortunate thing and you for me. you were looking at your neighbor's wife. I was looking at everybody. <laughs> you, 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 like, you're all, you're in the ORG wide mode, right? Like, Fair like, game. That was that. Anybody can get it. Everybody can get it. (laughs) Even the neighbor, because they also invited a neighbor, another neighbor. I was like, oh, he looking good too. Like an hour and a half ago, he wasn't looking all that good to me, but now he's like, oh, he can get it too. (laughs) Yeah, man. That's that effed up. But fortunately for me, I was across the street from my house. So I didn't have to worry about getting into a car. I didn't have to worry about getting pulled over by the police. I didn't have to worry about getting kicked out of a club or a venue or whatever. You know, and then I found myself texting. You just walk across the street, yeah. Yeah. Like I can literally walk across the street, fall down, lay out there for like maybe 20, 35 minutes, and then get back up. Mm-hmm. And, and head, I'm mad you just said 20, 30, <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't laying down on the concrete for 20 to 35 minutes. I'm saying that's what could have happened to me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what happened to me that uh, one weekend night. Lynn, so no, sex was involved, in, right? No sex was not involved. Now, here's the thing. Now, here's the thing, DJ Roller. So, one of the uh, guests that was at my neighbor's house, he showed me a picture of a chick that um, he claimed that he was seeing. He's, he tells me, like, Sean, come over here. Let me, let me show you who, who I'm talking to. It's like, oh, okay. So, he shows me the picture of the woman in the picture. I was like, oh, okay. She's cute. It's like... And he was like, I'm telling you, this guy is just straight Alabama. If you ladies have ever met a guy from Alabama, <laughs> y'all know the deal. He's like straight Alabama. When I tell you, this guy could be like the third lost member of the Yin Yang Twins. Wow. <laughs> That's how he came not- off as. Like, hey, shout it. Hey, shout it. So he over. had a deformity as well? Hey, what? Deformity. DJ Roland? <laughs> Can you translate that? She's talking about, but I want to hear her version. <laughs> a well, deformity. You said he, he was like the third lost member of the Yang Yang twins, and both of the Yang Yang twins had a deformity. One had something wrong with the leg, and one had something wrong with the hand. Oh. Okay, I just learned something new. I was thinking that, so I was thinking, are you talking about his eye or something? <laughs> well, that too, one of, yeah, one of their eyes looked a little weird too, but. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So did he have a deformity or he just. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the dude well, to be honest with you, Star. All I know is that he was just wilding out. 
he was just wilding out that night. But let me get back to the story about the young lady that he showed me in his phone. So he invited her over to the get together. And she showed up. What? Yeah, she showed up. Now here's the kicker. The young lady, I don't even know her name. But it looked like to me, and I could be wrong. It looked like to me it was her first time seeing old dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I got that impression. So she gets out of her car. She comes up the stairs very calmly. You can tell she didn't have no liquor. She she wasn't on that effed up or on that eye or even that get right. She came up the stairs very calmly. And she just had this look on her face like WTF. So, no. you know, my neighbor, my neighbor was like, hey, you know, how you doing? This is such and such and whatever, whatever. And she just looked at him like it was it was actually her first time seeing dude. Like you catfished me. Yeah. Now, that's the impression that I got. You know, a few moments later, I see the young lady sitting on his lap. You know, he's drinking his beer or what have you. He's smoking. He's drinking. She just looked very uncomfortable. So how did she get on his lap being that uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I, I, you know, I guess, I guess she was just, I guess she just didn't want to, like, make a scene or just giving him the impression that she likes him but really doesn't. Hmm. I don't know. She sat on his lap, though. She right. sat on his lap. Big signal. Mix it, but we're going. I'm glad you said that. We got our special guest in the studio. We're going to get to her in a moment, but I'm glad she said that because women do send guys mixed signals. But we're going to get into that a little bit later. So yeah, that that's what it sounded like to me. She was giving old dude mixed signals, and then she left. So she was like, "Hey guys, I can't stay here too long. I got to go." But it was nice meeting you all. Blah blah blah. She was like, right. I'm never going to call this ninja again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man. There you have it. But other than that, though, I I still had a good time. I was texting random women after 11. You know, I was. <laughs> I, you was drunk texting? Oh, uh, kind of somewhat. Kind of somewhat. But, you know, I did a good job, though, when I was texting them because I didn't miss spell any words okay yeah oh you got a spell job. checker you got a spell checker yeah i had that so you got a spell <laughs> yeah man but you, you know. cheating sean then you post the drunk text the, the normal way no spell check but depending on how drunk you are sometimes spell check won't even help you out <laughs> that's, that's true he got his point across he got his point across i did get my point across. yeah yeah mm-hmm so yeah, man, so that was that was what... one. I'm sorry, Sean. Can you just give us one, what, what one text? Just one, just one. Give you one text one or what? Text. I just want to know one of them drunk texts you sent out. One of the drunk texts I sent out was a date that I was on recently, 
and just letting this individual know that you know i had a great time i'm at my neighbor's house drunk lol well i you know i said tipsy i didn't say drunk i said tipsy i know i lied i lied (laughs) tipsy lol but hey i just want to let you know i had a great time the other night and i hope you are safe that's it Oh, God, I thought you was going to say, can I come over and smash? I was going to be like, Lord, you know, I was thinking, can you come over my house? I was thinking, like, are you busy? Do you no. want to do it? Y'all thought, you know, that's not right. what y'all thought. Y'all thought I was going to send this particular person a picture. Ooh, now that, yeah. Because I did that before when I was under the influence. Really? Yeah, I did that before to one woman and come you to find out. Yeah. Come, yeah. Come to find out it was my mom. Ooh! <laughs> no. No. Ah, gotcha. Oh, <laughs> damn. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, now let me tell you, let me tell y'all something. I've been wasted before. I've been drunk. But I've never, ever, yes. ever sent a naked picture to my mom's. Okay, I was like, I never yes, have, man. never. <laughs> now, have I sent naked pictures to women that I wasn't supposed to? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Thank goodness I'm not on Pornhub <laughs> or World Star <laughs> or OnlyFans. Oh my goodness, you need to at least get a you picture. You got paid for OnlyFans, though. Right. So exactly. Hey. hey. Hey, I would have got paid on Pornhub too. You got more money on OnlyFans though. Yeah, but you know I, I'm not I'm not on that level yet. I'm you know you got to give me some time. I gotta give me some time. I'm still thinking. I'm still. Hey, you know what? We we did talk about me starting an OnlyFans page though. No no no, no 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was, who, who said, ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. What, 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 what we doing on OnlyFans, Sean? What, what, what we doing? Ooh, you what said we. Doing? Okay. What we doing? <laughs> right. I don't mean we, I mean like. Yeah, you say like, we, uh, so we. DJ Roland, don't make me roll yo. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh boy! What's going on the only like? What's your idea? What's what's your what's your plot? What's your scheme? Come on, come on! Talking about? I don't got no plot. I ain't got no scheme. What you gonna do on there? You gonna put some whipped cream on it? I might be. Yeah, you never know what I might put some on it. Y'all might put some Hershey mm-hmm. syrup. I can't. I just creative. Yeah, she yeah, love says it. creative. Yeah. Some Hershey syrup or I love you. You know you my boo. Don't do it. Don't what? You don't have to subscribe to my page though. I just don't want to think about you doing it, baby. Oh. Don't think. Don't think about it. It's so hard. Now now the other women can think about it, but you don't have to think about it. <laughs> just let it flow. Just let it flow. It's the Beat Break Morning Show right here on Beat Break 87 FM, one-on-one, the Vibe FM, Reach One Network, Thinking Out Loud Network. And now, ladies and gentlemen, 
We are now on the Flow Network. Shouts to Stephanie Starworth. You all know her as the ATL Traffic Lady on V103 in Atlanta. Spareheaded the uh, Flow Network. Yeah, we're on the Flow Network now. How about that? Gotta love it. All right. Beat Break Morning Show. Is everybody on pause mode? Oh, I still see you. Okay. We on Zoom, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Just thought I'd let you all know. We on Zoom. Um, We'll be back in the studio real soon. We'll be back. I love how we doing this Zoom thing, by the way. I love it, too. You love it, too? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, we can connect with everybody across the universe, around the world. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You know what else I love? By the way, Star, speaking of love. What? We got love in the building. We, of course we got love oh. in the building. Literally. Hey. Love at Tia's in the building. Yes, hey, y'all. <laughs> Hello there. How you doing? So excited. I'm good. I'm so excited to be here. The energy is amazing. I'm, yeah, I'm, this is great. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we... We are, uh, <laughs> well, I, I told you a little bit offline of how we do here on the Beat Break Morning Show, but we're glad to have you on the Beat Break Morning Show because we are officially starting our new segment as of today called the Virtual Date Update coming up later on the program. Now, for those that don't know, Love Atia, uh, she is, well, let me let me bring you in right because you're new to the Beat Break Morning Show. You, you, you're new to the universe. Okay, so Love is a business owner. She's an actress. She is an animal rights activist. She is also a blogger. You wear many hats, by the way. Yes, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> right. I love it, though. Thank you. Yeah. And renaissance cr- woman. Yes, yes, absolutely. She's a I renaissance think. woman. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you currently are one of the many participants in this dating series called couple or should we say couple tv couple tv couple yes. tv yeah which we recently partnered up with so we're going to get into that in just a few moments we're going to talk about your dating adventures via couple tv <laughs> yeah man i can't wait to get into that and then also um our topic question for the morning speaking of dating I feel like it was only right we talk about this because I recently had an experience, an interesting dating experience. And so I just have to raise the question, everybody. Are you married to your job? Uh If not, then you do not need to be dating. Then you're too busy to be dating. I mean, say it again, Sean. Say it again. Are you married to your job? Because if so, then you may be too busy to be dating. You don't need to be dating. Point blank, period. In my opinion. But what do you think? Add us at Beat Break Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. We're going to get into that in just a few moments. Also, uh, we have fake news and not fake news coming up. Let you know what news is fake and what is not. And Star Chaos got the trending report, filling you in on what's happening via social media, what's trending on social media. 
DJ Rollum, a very exciting day in sports. We're going to get into that in just a few moments with the sports with DJ Rollum. Uh, and also, uh, one of my favorite, it's starting to be my favorite segment of the morning show. Uh, Sean Garvey's Mic Drop Rant. And we're not just doing one, we're doing two. Two. Not just one, but two. So we got that coming up right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. Make sure you follow us on all social media at Beat Break Radio, Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram at Beat Break Radio. You can also follow me at Sean Garvey on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Sean Garvey, and Instagram, Twitter, Sean Garvey ATL. DJ Wallen, where can people follow you at? Always, always follow me at BJ Rollum Townsend on Facebook at BJ Rollum on Twitter and IG. Now, my name is spelled R O L L E M. I don't know about this Rollum stuff. <laughs> All right. It's Rollum, not Rollum. That explains why DJ Rollum came in the studio with an attitude this morning, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> because he's so sick and tired of you all messing his stage name up. Yeah, for real. It's not hard. It's not hard. Instead of an I, you put an E. Instead of an N, you put an M. That's it. You got the first part right. You got to get the pronunciation um, part right. Roll them, not rolling. Okay, thank you for making that very clear over and over again, DJ Rowan. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, and Star Kales, even though that's not your real last name, Star Kales, um, <laughs> where can people follow you? You guys can follow me on uh, social media platform Instagram and Facebook at She Talk Atlanta. Uh, also, some people are asking me about real estate, so follow me at Real Estate Is Life on Instagram and Facebook as well. All right, there you go. For all your real estate needs and information, make sure you follow Star Chaos for all of that, all right? Time now for fake news or not fake news right here on the Beat Break Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen. Fake news or not fake news? Which one is fake and which one isn't? Is it fake news or not fake news? That's the question. It's now time for fake news or not. Right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. All right. So on the Beat Break Morning Show, uh, we're going to let you know, well, I'm going to let you know whether this news story is fake or not fake. Okay. So DJ Rollo, star, love. I want to read a story to you, and I want you guys to let me know whether this story is fake or not. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Fake news or not fake news. A black ex-Tesla worker who claimed racial abuse was awarded $800 million. Fake news or not fake news? Fake news. Love says fake. I will, I will say it one more time. Black ex-Tesla worker who claimed racial abuse was awarded $800 million. Fake. fake. So all three says fake. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is not fake. Psych, what? psych, psych. 
Y'all got y'all had it right the first time. It is fake. I Actually, fake, you know why? Because wow. it's eight hundred million. No, because first of all, I ain't never heard nobody even winning that much for no racial complaint. Yeah. Really? Don't nobody care about no nobody being racist unless it's like utter guilt, but still nobody feels that guilty. <laughs> wow, that's how y'all feel. Ain't nobody never won no case, no eight million for somebody being racist. Never. Well, guess what, folks? Um, the black ex-Tesla worker who claimed racial abuse was actually awarded $137 million. No yep. freaking yep. way. I read, I read that. I read that myself. How? I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, what was it? It must have been some significant stuff, and he has some good evidence because I ain't never heard nobody winning for some people being racist. People usually kind of throw it underneath the rug, like right. So check this out. So Tesla Incorporated must pay nearly one hundred thirty-seven million dollars to a black former worker who said he suffered racial abuse at the electric car maker's San Francisco Bay Area factory. The jury in San Francisco agreed that Owen Diaz was subjected to racial harassment in a hostile work environment. Diaz alleged in a lawsuit that he was harassed and faced, quote, I'm, I'm using air quotes here, daily racist remarks, including the N-word, while working at Tesla's Fremont plant in 2015 and 2016 before quitting. Diaz was a contractor, or actually contracted elevator operator. So yeah. What? So he was a con. He was contracted on top of all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's deep. So Tesla must pay him. So uh, yeah, shouts to Elon Musk. I was yeah. going to say, who was who was his lawyer? Was it the Cochrane Law Firm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. What, what who Elon Musk? The owner of Tesla or the creator? You wanna Google that, yeah. Star? No, I just want I just wanna who who the who the person that got all this money can can I can we link or what? Oh hey, guess what? It's a big guy too. The guy that you like. Oh Ooh, yeah. Waterly for the winter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So you can get a twenty you can get twenty mil in a, in a winter. There you go. <laughs> What's his Instagram? <laughs> and he's newly single. He had a girlfriend. They just broke up. So yeah, he's newly single, girl. Yeah, so girl, is so. Girl, link me. Link me. So you know, so so is Bill Gates. So is Bill Gates. I'm a pass on Bill. You gonna pass on Bill? It don't work. It don't see, work. See, Bill got more money though. But that thing don't work. <laughs> well, how do you know? How do you know? Oh, I know it don't work. Wait, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop, stop the beat. Stop the beat. Stop the beat. Wait a minute. Stop the beat. How do you know, Star? Sean, Sean, quit playing. Quit no, no, playing. you quit playing. How do you know? That's Bill Gates. Come on, boy. Right. We, yeah, yeah. Bill got. Yeah, Bill got the bills. Look at him. Not even a surgical procedure can help that. You don't ever, ever judge a book by its cover, though. I'm not right. judging the <laughs> by its age and cover. <laughs> the combo. Oh my God. Period. 
Microsoft Savages. Microsoft. Savages. <laughs> oh. Love, love. Don't you agree, right? Bill Gates, come on, come on. Yeah, no. I mean, and it, it's like besides that, it's just his overall aura. Like, he just gives me very much so, like, commanding. I don't know. It's just something. He gives me limp. Yeah. <laughs> very much limp. <laughs> yes, very much but can limp. I, can, I, can I give a news flash? So nickname Microsoft? I know you all couldn't hear that sound effect. I had to play it in the background, but that's okay. <laughs> <yeah>, so great. All right, folks, uh, DJ uh, DJ Volan will be performing every night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Make sure you tip your waitress. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. On to the next. <clears throat> Bill Gates. Now, let me stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of money. A Georgia man was found dead on a private beach with a winning lottery ticket in his wallet. Fake news or not fake news? Not fake news. 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 news. I'm going to repeat it one more time. A Georgia man was found dead on a private beach with a winning lottery ticket in his wallet. So all three, Love, Star, and DJ Rollo, Say it is fake news. I said not. It's not fake news. news. It's not fake news. Okay. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? It is fake. But so, what was in his wallet? Well, a condom. I'm sorry, y'all. This is a serious story, by the way. This, this. Okay, okay. <laughs> this I is a serious story. <laughs> but they, they may have, they may have found a condom in this wallet too, though. You never know. A very, very old one. Because more than likely, more than likely, if you put a condom in a wallet, you're gonna have that bad boy in there for a year, two years, three years. I never keep a condom in my wallet. Trust and believe. What you say? Where do you put them then? Where I put them at, I can put them in my jacket. Like if I'm going somewhere, I put them in my blazer okay. or, you know, or in my suitcase, book bag, but never in my okay. wallet. Right. Okay. Yeah. I remember where my condoms are, but I won't remember that is it would be in my wallet. Because that's where the money goes. That's where the money resides. Yeah. Not the condom. Yeah. Imagine, you know, imagine you getting it in or try to get it in. You ain't got no condom. You'd be like, oh, wait, I do have a condom. It's in my wallet. You find out that joke is two years old. You'd be like, yeah, I know. I know a buddy of mine that had, I know a buddy of mine that been in that situation before. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why his nickname is like DJ Roland said, Microsoft. So, 
A Michigan, <laughs> a Michigan man. It was actually a Michigan man was found dead on a private beach with a winning lottery ticket in his wallet. Authorities say, man. huh? A Michigan man. A Michigan man. Yeah, not the Michigan man. Not the was it the Michelin man? Michelin. Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry folks I'm sorry Don't cancel us Don't cancel us A Michigan man was found dead on a private beach With a winning lottery ticket in his wallet Authorities say that Gregory Jarvis 57 Had won $45,000 Playing the state's Club Kino game In a bar before his body Washed up on the beach In Huron County Interesting. Friends so of, does the yeah. next of kin get the ticket? That's why I'm wondering. Well, we don't know. We don't know. The ticket goes back. It goes yeah. back. Yeah. No, no, it could be for the next of kin and whatnot. The no, next of kin. No, it can goes get... back. Why would it go back? It'd be the next of kin money. and whatnot. He gotta take care of the no. body. So that's part that's with the body. Somebody has forty five extra thousand dollars. Okay, well, you be optimistic about it, but I know that money went back. <laughs> it had to go back. Money. Man. Yeah. It had Mexican to go back. came get it. Wow. Oh. No, because what if he's not cool with the next of kin? Like, next of kin is yeah, like a wife, child. Because they might have beef, and then, like, they get the they money. Don't care, because you know what? The wife and the child didn't play the lottery in one. Well, but the story goes on to say that friends, according to his friends, they said that he was planning on using the money to go and visit his father and sister in North Carolina. Oh. Yeah. So who killed this man trying to take his lottery money? Well, according to reports, according to sources, there was no foul play involved. Mm-hmm. He just dropped they dead. Put- no, poisoned. And they couldn't find a lottery ticket. They was looking hard for that lottery ticket. Then they got annoyed. Probably was a... I ain't going to go there. Well, according to what it says in the autopsy here, it says that the autopsy shows that Mr. Jarvis, the deceased, had injuries consistent with hitting his head on the boat and drowning. So, yeah. Uh, Is that almost considered suicide? Almost? Almost. Uh, or or a freak accident, if you will. Okay, how freak much, accident. How much alcohol did he have in his system? It doesn't say. Well, it, it doesn't even say in the story that he was uh, under the influence. Mm. Like I said, mm-hmm. y'all go with what y'all want. I go with what I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they set that man up thinking they was going to get that lottery money. <laughs> and they couldn't find it. They did not succeed. That's so sad, though. That man, that's, that's that very man sad. died winning. He died winning. He left with that money. He yeah, left. Right. Did they say get rich or die trying? Right. 45,000 way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right. All right. That's your uh, fake news and not fake news, ladies and gentlemen, right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. Uh, what would you do for $45,000? Oh, what wow. would you do for forty five? I know that's a random question, ladies and gentlemen. But what would you do for forty five thousand dollars? A lot. 
What's a lot? People, What's people a lot? Ready. They ready out here, Sean. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to ask that question. <laughs> put a down payment on a house. That's it. I mean, you can't buy a house with that. So I put a down payment on it. <laughs> yeah. It depends on where you go. You can buy a house for 45. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. A boarded house. Yeah. Okay, so you got to get out the country. Yeah. yeah. Go to Alabama. <laughs> 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 you can buy you a house. Okay. All right, y'all, it's time now for <laughs> All right, y'all, it's time now for the trending report by uh <laughs> Star Kells, ladies and gentlemen. Also, uh don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, cash app us. Um if you like what you are listening to, make sure you ca- cash app us. Uh dollar sign reach the number 1 communications. That's cash app reach the number 1 communications to cap uh, cash app us. And support the movement. All right. So it's time now for the trending report with Star Kill. Whether it's trending in the streets or trending on social media, stay connected with the info you need to know. Now I want to talk about something. Should we say million dollar baby on his birthday? A popular baby on Uh Instagram called Papa Bear. (laughs) I felt like got rich off presents. For his one-year birthday, uh, Nicki Minaj's son <laughs> received some very, very expensive gifts from his uncle, Wheezy F. Baby. So it kind of went viral because little Wayne literally overwhelmed this kid for his one-year birthday. The little boy can't even talk, and he was getting Givenchy for his birthday. And I was just like, what what, 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 what the hell is Givenchy? And so I looked it up and the starting price for a baby shirt is 380 bucks. What? 300. 380 bucks for cotton and cashmere. 380. And he's gonna drool all over. Yes, the video went viral because Nikki is kind of like doing a video across like what Lil Wayne has given. I mean, I've seen some stuff, you know, Burberry, you had the classic Burberry to Givenchy. And I was just like, okay, I know the price range for Burberry and it's always classic. And of course you're going to spend your coin. But I was just like, what is Givenchy? Because I'm not a neighbor wearing person like that. So I went and looked it up and I was like, what the... Okay, that baby got enough clothes to pay for three students' tuition for four years in college and buy somebody a three-level house in Atlanta. Mm. Can I say, LaWayne, can you please be my uncle? (laughs) Hey, why is this story very common? We heard about all the expensive stuff that Jay-Z and Beyonce gave to Blue Ivy. We heard all the expensive stuff that Cardi B and Offset gave to their baby. Why is this story very common, ladies and gentlemen? But listen to this, Sean, though. The reason why this one is a little unique, because 
Lil Wayne is the uncle, and he a fake uncle, and he's splurging like that. He's huh? splurging. I mean, he went all out for the one year old. Hmm. He drools. So if if that baby can get all that, ain't no telling what I can get out of him. Now, <laughs> now, now, let's clarify. <laughs> <laughs> Let's clarify. Now, when now when Star says the baby, she's not talking about Birdman. No, I'm talking about Papa Bear, <laughs> Nicki Minaj's little boy. Okay, all right. Because that's at, at first I thought you were talking about Birdman. No, that's what I said, Papa Bear. Okay, I missed that part. My bad. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Everybody knows that's what she called. Uh, you know. So, you, so do you think Lil Wayne is trying to insinuate something by doing that? Because, oh, oh, you gonna take it there, Sean? I mean, he he always does something crazy anyway, so it's nothing brand new. It's just something recent that he has done. So. Yeah, and I just think he's a given heart, too. If y'all, you know, I've learned a lot about him over the years, and especially going through that little divorce he had with Baby. But he is a very giving heart. He will give his last if he had his last. Um, he loves to give, and he Oh, is yeah, he loves to give, give, all right. He, he definitely loves to give. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yes, I'm looking to, you know, I'm looking for him. I want, I want some gifts. I want to be, I want to be a part of the giving part. That's the receiving so of the gift. We'll manifest this for you. <laughs> yeah, man. We'll manifest. Lil Wayne, what's up? Okay. All right. Lil Wayne giving, giving out okay. gifts. And it's not even Christmas yet. Wow. Okay. So that leads to my next trending topic. Should I say wedding bells for me? Yee! I'm just kidding. So... So we're talking about wedding bells, right? Now, I don't particularly favor this person, but she seems to have some committed fans. Hazel E. Hazel. Who is Hazel E? Um, Hazel E is a real. Okay, first let's say she she was a um, self-proclaimed rapper because. Nobody ever heard of her, never saw her, never knew who she was. But she became famous off of Love and Hip Hop LA um, reality TV. Okay. When she got on there, she said that she was a rapper, but really she was more like a groupie, um, sleeping with rappers. And this is not me. This is actually, this is the show that showed and proved that. So I'm not throwing no shade. <laughs> mm. So anywho, she got kicked off the show because she d- she made a racial comment. Uh, what is it in the? I don't even know what those terms are. But when you are black and then you um, say racial things to other black people who are darker to you, she told the girl she didn't pass the brown paper bag test. Mm. Oh, she's like colorist. Right, a colorist. And then she went viral because of it and actually gained more fans or whatever. So people are just weird. Um, he gained more fans. Well, never mind. All right. right. So let's just say, leave it at that. Okay. Mm. And so from then on, you know, she went on to like, um, 
what's that hip hop uh, boot camp for marriage boot camp, all of these, you know, just a reality TV show hopper. But the kick in the gag is she went on the marriage boot camp with a boy that was 14 years, maybe I think 14 or 16 years younger than her, uh, Devon Willer, okay? Um, everybody took it for a joke because the, the guy is 25 and I, I think 23 at the time when she met him and she was 40. Oh, wow. So Cougar season. <clears throat> it was one of those things where it was like, this has got to be a fucking joke, right? So nobody took them serious. So this wedding, this remarriage is to prove to people after only two years, they're doing a remarriage that, hey, we're still here after a baby and two years of marriage, we're still going strong. For me, if you're gonna do a renewal like that, that just, that's a red flag that you're you're lying and it's, it's not working out. But, you know. Wow, wow. See, I don't even look at reality shows like that, but that's, type of situation right there I, I feel like that's gonna forever be some sort of drama in their relationship mm-hmm. just like the reality shows this is another but drama one thing after yeah. another that makes ratings and the funny thing is when they went on um the hip-hop marriage boot camp she said that she didn't trust him because she felt like he was only there for the clout and I'm just like, girl, why else would he be there? You got plastic surgery and you look botched. It's not attractive plastic surgery. You you look you look crazy. You look like you smoked 50 million bags of cigarettes and then try to put paint on it after. Anyways. And then, so now this young, handsome guy gets with you, then you're not attractive. Cause you're not, you're not, a, sorry, I'm I, I'm just saying, she's not attractive at all. She she doesn't give me sex appeal, cute appeal, mm. nothing appeal, F appeal, if you know what I'm saying, F, <laughs> F appeal. She don't Whip give me appeal. that either. Whoop appeal. Mass appeal. Smash appeal. She, no appeal. <laughs> Maybe peel off, okay? So anyway. Not even a so, banana peel. Not even a banana peel. Banana peel. <laughs> Not even a Jordan pill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so she's dating this young guy. You know, we, we know he's in it for the clout, but I'm just going to, you know, let her live in her moment because yeah. she deserves that, you know, and let it be what it is. How old do you say she was? 40? And we, 40. 40. I think she may be 41 now. Maybe 41 or whatever. You know, I don't keep up with their age, but I knew... She was, oh, she might be older because she was in her 40s when she met him and he was 23 or 24, something like that. Jeez. All right, man. Hey, okay. I, mean, I know we, I know we, I know we sometimes tend to embrace cougars, but uh-uh. some, some people ain't, ain't meant to be about that life. You know what I mean? Somebody, some people are just not meant to be about that life. So she falls out of the Stella got a groove back then, huh? Yeah, it's more of like, ill, you're nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, ill. Wow. 22, 23, and 40 something. 
See, and you know, she just not she doesn't make it look attractive. It she makes it look more like she's kind of taking advantage of the little boys because mm. really he's not the first victim. Okay, she she literally looks for younger. She she says that all the time. She loves younger dudes. They're more fun. They're more, and it's kind of like, ill like ill. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, yeah. I am no stranger to older women when it comes <laughs> to older women. I'm no stranger to that. But if it goes to the level of a marriage boot camp and on reality TV and, and for millions of people to watch this, watch us act a fool, like, no, uh-uh, no way. I might as well just stick to somebody my own age. Because 40... <laughs> 40 and up, you all ain't supposed to be on no reality TV by now. You're not. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Acting a fool like that and everything with a 20-something-year-old. See, Jada Pickett-Smith, look what you have done now. Damn it. <laughs> but it but it's, I'm sorry, too much? Yeah, the, entanglement, the entanglement <laughs> makes it so interesting. The entanglement? Yes. Okay, if you say so, it just makes it interesting. All right, I guess. I guess. I'll say next. Next. All right. Was that all? (laughs) Was that all? (laughs) That's it. I I that's not it. I just wanted to move on past her. Okay, let's 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 move on. In the words of Bernie Mac, let's move on. Yes. Okay, and should I say? Free the rappers, okay? Because that's what we're going right now. So, you guys, if you don't know by now, you should know that California, California has a bill called SB 73, right? So, this bill <laughs> was passed by the governor, Gavin Newsom, okay? Okay. The bill, the bill that he passed is a bill that he signed off on that will immediately go into effect for nonviolent drug crimes in the, um, what's that, Golden State, which is California. So pretty much what he's doing with this bill, and I don't have all of the details, right? But it's helping uh, pretty much incarcerated people who are black and Latino to be released from jail or give them the opportunity to not go to jail for long sentencing because of small drug charges. And if you know the history of California, they had these ridiculous bills. You could get caught with like maybe a half a joint and you would be in jail for 10 years. I'm over exaggerating, but y'all get the point, right? right? So in my mind, I'm just like, free the rappers. All, all the inspiring rappers in jail, they coming out. We finna come up with some new. We we getting some new Lil Wayne's. We getting some new Drakes. You know, they've been in there writing their lyrics. They finna come out winning. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Drake. Drake never been to prison. No, but I'm just saying. All. Well, yeah, he hasn't. But he would act like he has. But we're not gonna go there. <laughs> anywho, anywho. But no, what I'm saying is, you know, we got a lot of talented people in jail, young, talented people that are in jail right now because of ridiculous charges against them for just being a teenager or being 
a young adult experiment, you know, these types of things, and they're getting these ridiculous charges um, put against them, and they're not able to even uh, enjoy their future. So although the bill still allows the judge to determine the sentence for them, it is more lenient and not putting a permanent uh, fix uh, five, 10, 15 years on them for small drug cases. Right. And another thing is, it's doing a favor for the prison system because the prison system is oversaturated anyway. So pretty much with the, this bill is just to lessen the saturation in prison. Yeah. And what's the name of that bill? One more time. The bill is S as in Sam, B as in Bobby. So it's SB stands for Senate bill, Senate bill 73. All right, Senate Bill 73, very important. Very important for all of my people out there on the West Coast in California. You know, uh, I do believe that young brothers that are locked up for misdemeanor and other minor charges need a second chance and need to be back into society to rehabilitate and to be productive citizens. So why not? I'm all for it. DJ Rollo? You have a son, you know, yeah. you have a son, He, you know, he might get, well, I'm not saying, I mean, you got a good son. You you got a, a good son. Like, I don't see him going into the prison system. But, no. No. <laughs> but, you know, you got, you got young brothers that are around his age or older that go off and do some dumb stuff or get them involved or get themselves involved in wrong situations and what have you. And I think this is a good turnaround for young brothers to be rehab- rehabilitated and to get back into society yeah. and be productive citizens and learn from their mistakes. So I'm all for here's it. The, here's the thing. Here's the thing about um, for young for the young viewers and, and, and listeners and whatnot. You have a conscience. And if you don't, and this is for males and females now, this ain't just just because I have a son, I don't think about, you know, because I have nothing but bunches of nieces and a couple of nephews. Here's the thing. If you don't listen to your conscience, your conscience should tell you if this is right or wrong before you do that action. Should I really do this? Is this really worth me doing it? Can I get away with it? And if I get away with it, how long would I last by getting away with it? Remember, compared to uh, our times, I'm talking about the, the guests on this show. Y'all have cameras all over the place compared to when we were y'all age. Cameras are always somewhere. And phones. <laughs> Somebody is recording something. So think again. Think about your conscience. If you think you can get away with whatever you think you're going to get away with, you think you're going to escape this, those ceilings with um, hidden cameras, the security cameras, the street cameras on those um, light poles, all of that, and a, and a walking bystander, they're taking selfies, and they catch you in the act and didn't even know it. Is it really worth it? Wow. Man, I, man, I felt that, DJ Rowling. I felt like you... Was my father at that moment? Wow. <laughs> That's like a father to son conversation. I felt like I was oh, the son and geez. DJ Roland is the father. Damn. <laughs> and <laughs> I respect that because 
They need to hear that. No, for it's real. It's the truth. I mean, it's the truth. They need to hear that. Yeah. Because you never know. You never know. Absolutely. So that's why I said think. And think again. And it doesn't hurt to think one last time. Is it really worth it? Absolutely. Mm. Coming from my daddy. Okay. All right. How you doing? This is Wood Harris. Hi, this is Jasmine Guy. What's going on in Atlanta? This is Clifton Powell. Hey guys, it's Nisi Nash from TV Land's The Soul Man. This is Cat Williams. Check this out. This is your boy Yarrell from NEXT. Hey everybody, it's your girl Lunell. What's up, ATL? It's your girl Cannon Ken of Atlantic Records. Hi, I'm the Roger Kansas. WBS 87 Atlanta and on iHeartRadio, home of the Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum, and the Wake Up Ladies. Beat Break 87 FM. Where music and talk radio lives. A Reach One Communications Station. What a way to end off the trending report every weekday morning with Star Kells right here on the Beat Break Morning Show and on the Beat Break Podcast. Sean Garvey, DJ Roland Star, and our very special guest, Love Atia. They're hanging out with us. I promise you, I promise you, we're going to get to you in just a few moments. But right now, it's time for the sports report. Or sports with DJ Rollo. Sports, it's a happy day. Happy day. Happy day. Happy day. Happy day. I got to start (laughs) with the happy part. Uh, Since we're all in, in love, you're in Georgia, right? Yes. Okay. So all of us are in here in Georgia. How about we had a one beautiful weekend of sports for the state of Georgia and the city of Atlanta? We have two, we have several colleges, but we have two major colleges in the Metro Atlanta um, area. We have uh, three major um, professional sports, three majors. We'll start off with the college. Georgia Bulldogs are considered as number one. That's the first thing if you're a Georgia Bulldog fan. Number two, Georgia Tech, which resides in downtown Atlanta, won their game. So that's two college football games won in the same weekend. Too bad they weren't here in the state of Georgia, but they won away from their um, from their home home areas. Next part. Going to the professional, which I love to talk about. Talk about the Atlanta Braves. Now, if you were born and raised in Atlanta, you would know about the Braves back in the 90s. We were running the show and everything. We won the National um, East uh, Championship in our division. Okay. We won that. So that we won that. So we that's part of baseball. We're in preseason of NBA. The Hawks won. And the biggest story that everybody's been talking about for several weeks, even before the season started, are the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> Just like the the, uh, the college football teams, Georgia Bulldogs won away. Georgia Tech won in their whatever city. I ain't keeping up. I'm just saying they, they won. The Falcons had to go to, they were not even in this country. They had to go to London to win a game. So basically we had winners all across the Atlanta metro area. 
that's the only good thing I can say about how Georgia is very happy. Yes. <laughs> yes. That part. Okay. I'm I telling mean, you. That's that's big. Because we usually don't have everybody winning. We won games. The best part out of it, the two best parts is that the Bulldogs are ranked number one in the NCAA rankings. And the, uh, the Braves won their division. Those are the two best parts. But everybody else that I said won their respectable games. Wow. Yeah. That's big. Oh, Georgia. That's big now, for the South. The fans ain't loving them like they used to. And they ain't loving them because they're it's, it's, it's too much. I ain't going to even get into that because of blah, blah, blah. If it ain't the coach, it's, it's, it's Matt Ryan. If it ain't Matt Ryan, they're talking about Julio. And if it ain't talking about Julio, they're talking about um, um, Ridley, the wide receiver, because he didn't go over to overseas to play in London and whatnot. I mean, we still won without him. So what, so what are you saying? Do we still need him? I mean, it's too much. Drama. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I love it. Nothing new. I love it. I might just go out and get a Braves jersey just for the hell of it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I might just go and just get just get one. You know. Yeah, twenty twenty one Braves. Yeah, there you man. Go. You notice he didn't say go out and get a Falcons jersey. Uh, what? Oh no. What? I, I I'll, I'll go and get. Well, you know what? Technically, technically, start. I do have a Falcons jersey that Miss Dia gave to me years ago when I left. WRFG back in the day, but years. I don't have. Yeah, it was years ago. I will get my updated one when or if or when they go to the Super Bowl. Now the jersey that you have, that when you say years ago, was that before they went to the Super Bowl the first time, or definitely was not, uh, or definitely when it was during Mike Vick days. It was during the Mike Vick days. Mike Vick days. It's okay. fine. Woo. <laughs> hey, Mike. Okay, so you want Mike Vick to have to be on um, um, Bill Gates' face, right? <laughs> no. no. Let me tell you something. I don't care if you put Mike Vick' face on Bill Gates' face. I can't do it. You mean put Mike Vick on Bill Gates' body? That's what I mean. <laughs> If you give Mike Vick, matter of fact, I'll take Mike Vick how he is because he don't even need Bill Gates' money. He good. Oh, okay. He ain't got to have no money. He ain't got to have no money, shoot. What's he, up? he ain't got to have no money. Oh, okay. So he's the exception to the rule then. Yeah, because I, I love me some chocolate. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that is, you, you, you love you some chocolate, love? Yeah, I love me some chocolate. Who doesn't love some chocolate? Like... <laughs> That chocolate, chocolate. Whoa! Yes. All right. That that deserves a hand clap right there. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On to the next story. Yeah. Um. um not so happy for some for some athletes for certain people. Yeah. Um. It's it's kind of a tricky thing if, um, about this um certain thing. I'm not gonna go into it too deep. Um. But it's it's something for you to think about. There is a player by the name of Kyle Irving. And Kyle Irving uh, currently is playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, Kyle Irving has played with uh, LeBron James. Um, I believe he played for another team. I forgot. But he did play with, with LeBron James. And currently, since he's with the uh, Nets, since we are in this uh, pandemic and the, a lot of the major league sports are telling their players to get 
vaccinated. And I know some folks, some of our listeners um, and viewers are, are saying, I'm still not going to get it. And Kyle Irvin says he's still not going to get it. So he's not playing. So you're a basketball professional, multi-million, multi-million dollar player. You're not going to take the vaccine. For what reason, you whatever you think, whatever and all that stuff, the research or whatever and everything, what some people are twisting words, whatever the case may be, your particular reason, you're not going to get the vaccine. By you not playing, you don't, you, you, you don't have me have PTO, pay time off for some mm-hmm. workers. You know, we get, we still get paid when we don't come to work. It doesn't work like that in professional sports. Really? Yes, really. I thought they signed them contracts. They signed contracts, but guess what? Contracts mean that you play. Play. Not when you feel like, uh, not not, not because you're injured. If you're injured, that's different. You get paid while you're injured. But if you elect not to play, not for no family reasons or whatever the case may be, but you do not want to play because you don't want to take the vaccine. Guess how much you're losing per game, average under Kyle Irvin's contract? Millions. Take a wild guess. Three million. No, not that much. Not a game. And this is the game now. We ain't talking about a season or anything like that. A, oh, a game. game. Eight hundred thousand. Not that much. Oh, what? Over three hundred thousand dollars a game. Oh, I was way off. Wait, now the thing, think about it. Think about it, folks. Think about this. You have a multi-million dollar contract to play with this team. Any team. You elect because of your beliefs, which is fine. Which is not part of the contract, though. When you signed it. You elect not to play. You don't want to take the vaccine. Was COVID a part of the contract? Was taking the COVID vaccine part of the contract? Nope. So he need to be suing them. Mm-hmm. He can't really sue because he's under the current contract. Now, if he revised it and everything and then don't play, that's a different story. I have a question. But that, if COVID vaccine requirement is not under that contract and it's against his religious no, beliefs... No, no, no. He ain't saying anything about religion. He just don't want to take it. Nothing religion about it. But you can't force somebody to take a vaccine. Vaccines aren't mandated. They cannot mandate a vaccine. They are mandating from the major, uh, major professional um, sports. Wait, wait, love, you got a question? Oh. Baseball, football, yeah, my question is, and basketball. I was just wondering, what? are they going this hard on Kyrie specifically? Because he's not the only person who's received who's No, he's, not the, he's just the most notable one because of his style of contract. And is it also because he's playing for a New York team? Because New York... No, it's not because of a New York team. It's just because of a style of contract. Got it. Now, if LeBron decided to do that, it would be him being the front page instead of Kyle Irving. Got it. Wow. Because that's why I said it's because of his contract. Yeah. Somebody like LeBron refused to take it, then I've been LeBron be on the front story. And they they would give him a pass. They would give LeBron a pass. There was well, some controversy. let's say this, and, and and y'all brought up a good point. Who remembers Magic Johnson? Oh, I remember his fake uh, HIV test. No, it wasn't fake. 
He has full-blown HIV and plague. He ain't got it. He said he ain't got it. No, 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 no. That's that's now. We talk about now. He, you he know, whatever meds or whatever he does. I'm talking about when he actually him. played and he was diagnosed with it during the season and still played. I, I'm gonna let you have that because we all know that was. Crazy. I'm just, I'm just saying. Listen, <laughs> listen. I'm, I'm, I'm dead. I, I understand. We talk. You talk about current stuff. That's considered as current. What you're saying. I'm talking about he when he first was play, considered yeah. diagnosed with HIV. Mm-hmm. First diagnosed with it and was playing. Yeah, they let that man play because he right. was. Yeah, right, right, exactly. And they exactly. would let LeBron play, and they trying to play this man. But if it was, you'll see. I mean, it's still, still it's, it's it's brand new. It's brand new. It's still being developed and everything, and and it leads to my last story. Leads to my last story. Yes, can we please talk about your last story? Yes, <laughs> I want to talk about story. this so bad. How how long do you think we can talk about black folks and not get fired? Huh? This coach who was actually an ESPN analyst <laughs> was talking about black folks. Never got caught and never got fired. What was he saying? He basically said some um, derogatory things against some black folks. But as soon as he talk, started talking about homophobic stuff, it surfaced and he got and he said he got resigned, but a lot of folks think he got resigned um, fired. I'm talking about former coach of the Las Vegas, Las Vegas Raiders, John Gruden. Okay, so he was talking about black folks, didn't nobody give a F. Right. That's why I was telling y'all earlier about this racial stuff. Nobody care when it's racial. But as right. soon as it turns to some homophobia. Oh yeah, that's nobody different story. Nobody cares if it's racist about black people because when racist stuff happened to another race, there was a whole political ban created for that. So it really just seems like it's when it comes to racism about black people, to be honest with you. Because David, <laughs> you want to know why? Here's the one, re- one, re- one main reason why he, um, um, they do it like this. They've been doing it for, for centuries. They always been talking about us. Even during the civil rights movement, during the 70s, all of that, when he started putting those, um, um, like Arizona was the last state in the United States to, um, to acknowledge Martin Luther King birthday holiday. Arizona, I still remember that. I believe it was in 86. 86, 87 was the, one of the years that, uh, I may have been wrong, but I know it was in the late 80s when Arizona finally acknowledged Martin Luther King um, birthday as a holiday. So what they, I guess they're saying we dried an old news. Yeah, we, it's, it's nothing new. It's, it's, they always talk about it. You may, uh, on a smaller on a smaller scale, talk about us in a racial thing. It may get may get fired. No, as I said, may and whatnot. But you're on a bigger scale, unless the media it gets out in the, in the public about something racial, they don't they don't mess with you. They don't, so are you don't get under any trouble. Until it surfaces about something else, and that's part of it. So, are you saying the LGBTQ community will soon be treated like the black people treated after a while? They gonna it's gonna get old, and they they ain't gonna get the attention no more because I feel like they're they have a strong um, support system, and they got the coin to back them up, which we, we we never had the coin to back us up. 
But in general, I mean the black community, not us yeah. like something special. But what I'm saying, I guess, is when Martin Luther King was doing it, we were fre- it was fresh for us, you know? So we were getting a lot of things done and a lot of things accomplished, but now it's old. So I guess for the LGBTQ community, I guess they got to ride this wave as long as they can because they going to get old and dried up just like... <laughs> But could it be a disconnect between who we know that we are? Like so many black people try to disassociate themselves from being black so they don't relate to black causes. But I feel like when you are in the LGBT community, I feel like that's a part of our identity, if that makes sense. I identify as being bisexual. So I'm in, I'm in the community, but I feel like, yeah, we, that, that's a part of our identity as opposed to a lot of black people don't even want to focus on the fact that they're black. So why would they fight for black rights, you know? Oh, that's deep because I'm yeah, I be very deep, and, it's, and to me, it's sad at the same yeah. time. To me, it's sad. I, so never, sad. I don't know. I can't even speak on that honestly because all the people I'm around, they know they black mm-hmm. and they speak on black, mm-hmm. and, and they they okay with speaking on it, especially in me too. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm with BLM, but am I doing the marches of my age and whatnot and what I do? <laughs> No, out you need some money. Yeah, I, I donate a few bucks and whatnot. There you go and whatnot. And 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 uh, do I support what you're doing? But as long as it's not violent or anything, I'm good. Right now, ladies and well, gentlemen, I, no, go ahead, star. Go ahead, star. No, go. go. Yep, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I see you shaking your head over there. I see you. I see you. What, uh, all I was gonna say was, I have march, but I'm not doing no more marching. We have to move a different way. And that's using our power and our resources. And that's it for me. Point blank, yes. period. Yes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, notice that I remain quiet over the last few minutes because I thought that DJ Roland was going to tell another sports story. It was. <laughs> There's another it was. one? We just got into something else. We just got, okay. Well, let me let me present it. Because we, we got to get to the next segment. Over the weekend, somebody got knocked the F out. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I, I'm I sorry. I'm that. sorry. I we got to talk. <laughs> in the words of Smokey, in the words of Smokey, in the words of Smokey from Friday, you got knocked up out. <laughs> what am I talking about, ladies and gentlemen? I am talking about the boxing match. Between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Wow. Yeah. They have already made memes about it on social media. <laughs> Saturday night they made memes. <laughs> and I mean, like as soon as as soon as Wilder got the one two punch, oh, it was already hitting social media. Yes. Are you serious? It was. I mean, that that to me looked way more funnier than that scene in Martin, where Martin got they knocked. Him. <laughs> oh, they did, huh? They compared him. For real? <laughs> I didn't yes. see that. Yes. That was so I funny. What? But, but here, here's the thing. Here's okay. the kicker. Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker that that, that gets on my nerves, and this is, goes even back to the Mike Tyson days. You talk all that smack before the fight. And I have to say this. You might have to bleep this, y'all, but I have to say this. You get your ass whipped, 
you are going to be the joke of the town. Oh, boy. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, do not go up against a guy whose name is Tyson Fury. <laughs> no, as I said, Mike Tyson, too. So, hey, anything to do with Tyson, the Tyson family. You do not want to go up against a Tyson. You, I mean... God rest her soul. I don't want. I don't want to even go up against Cicely Tyson. God rest her soul. Hell, I don't want to even go up against Tyson's chicken. Miss Jane Pittman. Yeah. Just saying. Just don't I go up against it. Tyson Fury. That name. That name scares me too. I love I mean, that he name. Just, and it was so funny how he just left the ring. Uh, Wilder, he just left the ring, not even shaking the man's hand or anything. He's just like, you know, bump it. He was embarrassed. He talked all that smack. Oh boy, I just thought I, I just thought I, boy, I huh? It was for good media, you know. You need a little smack talker in there before. It's good know. and whatnot. It's good when you when you do smack talk before a fight. Listen, that's, I'm, I'm not saying don't ever do that and whatnot. But you ought to know, I mean, when you're sparring for a fight, you got to get somebody as close as possible to the person that you're actually going to fight. So you got to do research to see who you can spar with, who's going to at least almost match the person you're going against. Height, speed, all that. Can't be 100%, but you need to lead over 70%. I don't think the dude was very prepared. Wow. To get knocked out like that. It's very I rare people get knocked out paid, these he days. Hmm? He got paid for the hype. Oh, well, yeah. Hey, I mean, you get paid for knockout. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, enough with this fighting talk. Enough with this fighting talk. But uh, this has been your sports with DJ Rollum. Yes. Right here on the Beat Break that's Morning it. Show, the Beat Break Podcast. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's what the referee said in the ring. That's it. <laughs> That's it. This is it. Throw in the towel. Throw in the towel. Just throw in the towel. Just throw in the towel. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we still have Love Atia in the building, hanging out with us this morning right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. I know I was going to get into my mic drop rants. I'm just going to have to wait to do that uh, at the very end of the show, man, because um, this cancel culture is real, ladies and gentlemen. It is real. It is real, but I am going to talk about that a little bit later. But uh, time now to turn it over to our special guest co-host, Love Atia, hanging out with us right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. And this is a new segment that we implemented into the morning show called the Virtual Date Update. Because that's the world that we're living in nowadays, ladies and gentlemen. We are living in a virtual love state, I guess you can call it that way, a virtual love state or a virtual date. Everything is being done digitally, whether we are uh, engaging with people by way of dating apps. You heard me talk about it on the morning show and on the Love and Poetry podcast with Miss Sharia Thomas. But I decided to come up with an idea to bring people on from Couple and Couple TV to talk about their latest experiences uh, in the virtual dating world. And this segment is brought to you by Couple. Meet the one that could be the one today. Go to couple.com for more information. So, love it to you. 
Let's talk about you first. Okay. Let's talk about you. Like I mentioned earlier in the program, you are a business owner, an actress, blogging, uh, an animal rights activist. Did I leave out anything? Because you wear too many hats. You you probably wear more hats than I do. I'm just a radio dude. Um, let's see. I'm also a TikTok partner. I am a photographer. I own a photography company. I'm a motivational speaker. I love to speak to young women about women's empowerment and self-confidence and things of that sort. Um, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I forget all the things that I do, but I think that that's really the the main point. Oh, I'm a producer, director. Um, yeah, I do all that. I'm just into film and creative arts. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I actually seen some of your projects online, especially the one you did called Pure. Yes. 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 Now, Thank tell you. tell the audience a little bit about that who have not had a chance to see Pure. I saw it for myself, and I'm going to wait to tell you what I thought about the short film. But what is Pure all about? So Pure the Series is based off of a true story. Well, it's 85% based off of a true story. So that extra percentage, just a little extra creativity added in there. Um, but it's sad because the parts of the story that are true, people think are not true because they're so crazy or so absurd. And I'm like, no, this is the actual thing that happened to me. So basically, um, I was known for being a virgin at a very grown age. I lost my virginity when I was 24. Um, so when I wrote Pure, it was really a cathartic, uh, I want to say kind of like a therapy session for me to be able to just kind of get this experience that I had in my life. I'd fallen in love with my, what I consider to be my best friend at the time. He had a girlfriend. It just got real complicated. I'm not going to give away the plot, um, but just know it's a lot of twists and turns. But I literally spent a majority of my life looking for love <laughs> until uh. I realized that I had to give myself that love. Yeah. So the story of Pure This Series is literally just watching me grow as a young woman through my love life with all these crazy experiences and dating dates that i've gone on so it's an act it's actually a series not a film and yes. okay it's a series my correction uh it's a series but when i was watching this series or at least watching one episode of the series for some reason it was giving me Issa ray vibes Thank you. was that the so, was, was that the approach or yes i was utterly inspired by Issa ray it's actually so funny because a lot of people don't know that i had recorded pure um I want to say, it, I don't even know when, I don't want to lie, but I had recorded Pure. We, we recorded everything, all of the episodes. Um, and then there was a production discrepancy and just some lines were crossed. And I felt like I didn't like the energy that was placed in the production anymore. So I ended up getting rid of, not getting rid of, but not using any of the footage that I had spent so much time filming. And I was really about to just give up on my project. And I remember my mom had told me about Issa Rae's YouTube series, um, Misadventures of an Awkward Black Girl. When I tell you that I was so inspired to watch her production quality from season one to I don't even know how many seasons she had, but just to know that she was able to do that with whatever team that she had, whatever she did on her own, I was just utterly inspired by her creativity, by her personality, but more so by her tenacity to get this project out. And it seemed like she wasn't being a perfectionist, but we all were living for what she was giving. So yeah, that's when I decided that I was going to shoot Pure, the, the new version of Pure I'm with my mom and my friend Dej, and we got it done. Nice, nice. You know, it's so funny that art imitates life, right? And we put out projects that are based on our reality and our life experiences. So let's tie the things that you do outside of Couple, Couple TV, including Pure. Let's tie that in with your dating life right now. 
-hmm. how would you describe your dating life that i guess motivated you into going and going on a platform like couple tv absolutely well being that the world has changed how it has um i was in a, re a really long relationship for i feel like a very imperative part of my life so i was in a three-year relationship from i think i want to say 22 to 25. um but i felt like i had kind of missed some of my mojo like i didn't really know how the dating game went nowadays so i was on all these dating apps i'm trying to find love and so when i found out about couples it just seemed like it was a more personalized experience as opposed to when you are on an app and you're looking at a face you don't even have a voice to the face you don't have any familiarity um i just felt more safe on couples so yeah i feel like that has definitely been the the difference of my experience um when it comes to the dating app it just seems like a more personal face-to-face one-on-one experience we are all vulnerable and nervous you know it just seems like this. i like the the team camaraderie aspect of the couples tv family <laughs> nice nice okay so you're on couple tv you are one of the participants on couple tv i i want you to break all of that down with us sorry we're getting a call here it, it, hey, it could be somebody from Couple TV. I don't know. You somebody know. might be calling me for, for, you know, to holler at Sean Garvey. Who knows? Yes. But um, before we get into that, let's learn a little bit about your expectations, what you want out of a mate. What What is it that, love Atia, what is it that you looking for in a mate? What are the qualifications? Okay, so if I was really being super transparent, as I feel like I always am, and if if I was trying to make like my perfect or ideal mate, the number one thing would be that he's vegan. I'm vegan. I told y'all I'm an animal activist. I feel like I'm an animal activist yeah. before I'm anything. Yes! <laughs> then I feel like I would just love to date a person who um, cares about the planet, cares about their body, cares about their health and all that good stuff. So yeah, that that's my number one. Um, I love a partner who is compassionate. I feel like I'm super compassionate, super caring, super nurturing, um, very considerate. I feel like consideration is a thing that a lot of people don't ask for. And I feel like I'm a very considerate person. So I'd like my partner to be considerate, um, humble, determined. I need somebody who is ambitious. I need somebody who is willing to grow. Yeah, I like I have a list. I don't feel like it's, it's anything crazier out of the ordinary, though. I feel like you know, no, I got to stop you. I got to stop you. So, you know how many times I hear women say that it's not a crazy list, but. Yeah. <laughs> got that right. But. I think some of the stuff she's asking sounds normal. Thank you. We haven't heard <laughs> the, the rest, though, Star. <laughs> Gave y'all the main ones, <laughs> the most important ones. <laughs> yeah. Leave her alone. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm just, as long as I can bring it, I like it. Right. As long as I can bring it to the table, whatever. Everything I'm asking for are things that I bring to the table. So I, that's why I don't feel like it's out of the ordinary because I know I provide it. What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. <laughs> oh, okay. How old are you? I'm 27. Would you date someone that's bisexual? A man that's bisexual? It's so funny. I, I probably have to be honest with you um, without knowing, but- Consciously knowing? With consciously knowing, you know what? If we are in an exclusive relationship, which I, I need to be with any of my like sexual partners, then I think I would. I'll be honest with you. I I really do have a thing for men who are in touch with their um, feminine side. And not to say that everybody in the LGBT community is in touch with their feminine side. As a gay man, you know, you can be a masculine gay man. But, yeah, I like men who are tapped into both aspects Wait a minute. Hold yeah. up. 
Let's go back. I got. I got to ask this. Okay. Who's a masculine gay person? I just. I'm not just. I'm just curious because you made that statement. Oh, absolutely. There's another term from that for them in the community. Um, but I don't want to misuse it. But yeah, literally, there are people who you would never suspect are. I want to say homosexual because they're not flamboyantly out there. Um, no, I mean, that's fine. I understand that part. Yeah, yeah. but no, there are literally it's men more who are yeah, more in touch with their masculine side. They, you, they may not um, have all of the qualities or the attributes of whatever you might have in your mind. But yeah, literally, we're in Atlanta. So you know, they're the, you might be walking past people and you think, oh, he's like super straight, super like, ugh. No, playing up with the man. <laughs> I, have, I have friends and family like that. I have very conservative gay men in my uh, circle that they don't, hey, girl, hey, which yeah. is not an issue. But they're still, you know, they still have a strong kind of masculine presence. Right. But they're very comfortable with letting you know that they are a homosexual. Right. They... I have a question about oh. those people that you keep saying that uh, um, are very masculine and they're gay. Yes. Don't you almost put them as a down low person too? Sometimes. Not necessarily. No, that's if they're only being down low. They'll, you can you can be <laughs> feminine gay and be down low because you're not accepting the fact. Absolutely. You know they staple men with that more. With like the death. I just feel like that really comes more so not from like your presence, but just how transparent you are about your sexual preference, if anything, you yeah. know? Yeah. There's like this idea of what a typical gay man looks like. And it's not the case. They're they come in all shades and sizes and yeah. different yeah, styles. <laughs> yeah. And same, I mean, I can even say the same for like when it comes to lesbian dating or trying to date women. I don't think that there's like a down lowness about it. I just feel like it's a bit harder to to mask. Identify. To, to, um, to, yeah. 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 Because I, I no one's going to look at you and be like, oh, you give me lesbian. <laughs> okay. Now I have a question. Okay. Um, love, let me ask you this then. Yes. You were saying that before you um, before you get into a, a serious relationship on, and then get into the sexual part, suppose the sex happens after whatever time limit you decide and whatnot, and then you find out that he's gay. Well, then what? I would be upset simply for the fact of the dishonesty. Because if you would have come in here, like there was, I don't know if y'all watch Love is uh, Love is Blind or Netflix. Mm -hmm. There was a situation with a girl, Diamond, and she was dating a guy. She really had feelings for him. And he waited until they were on like the honeymoon part to tell her that he was bisexual. And I genuinely feel like if he hadn't ambushed her with this information, when they were getting to know each other, he could have very much so. Yeah, I want, exactly. I want a man who's unapologetic. I went to to college with him. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like, and and I feel like if you're going through something internally, then maybe that's another, another situation I just can't understand of just not feeling comfortable and sharing that. And I'm sure that he's probably gotten ridiculed before, so who knows what his experience has been. It was a lot. And and he wasn't saying he was gay. He just said he was fluid. You know, he was that, you know, he just loves who he loves. And yeah, he should have kind of said that up front. But in that sense, it was so tough for me because we, 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 women, we, we, we play a a tough ball. Definitely. Because it's so hard for us to receive the fact that a man would be interested in another man in general mm-hmm. you know so sometimes men are so afraid because they just want to really just love especially when you're fluid like that but you don't want to the person that you want to because i felt like they could have made it i know so adorable i so know cute. but 
just couldn't take it. She just, it was like, whoa. Yeah, you and, know. and it was the, the, they were both, like, they both came in with this energy. If they would have both just let their guards down, and that, that's what I'm saying. I want my partner to be unapologetic. I need us to be authentic from the beginning. So no matter what you're disclosing to me, I would be just as shocked if you said you have two kids or a kid. Why are we dating this this money, this money long period of time and I don't know that you have a long kid? Long so. time and I don't know about your children. Right, exactly. So it's the same. Any type of information that I'm not privy to, that that's what is a red flag for me, regardless of what information it is. So uh, are you, like, dating now? Am I dating? Well, besides <laughs> my my hope for a couple TV, otherwise, no, I am very much single. <laughs> okay, well, you let me know about couple TV because I got somebody that I think might be a great match for you. <laughs> yeah, oh, you yes. know what? Star, star, I got to jump in real quick. <laughs> I got to jump in. I got to... I got to, if I could, if we were in the same studio, love, I would give you a high five. Yeah. The reason why is because I'm bisexual. Wow. I love it. Yes. I'm bisexual. I love everybody. Yes. I love dark-skinned women, and I love light-skinned <laughs> women, and I love brown-skinned women. I knew women. it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Wait, are y'all just finding this out as well? No, no, we know. No, I already okay. knew him. I already okay. know him. So I would, <laughs> no, but no, I'm really, I, I am really bisexual though. I love it. Yes. And how has your experience been dating in Atlanta thus far? <laughs> Look, that's now, a sound on, effect love. that now, I created. Now, don't, 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 don't get, don't get him started. Oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to play that sound. I had to play another sound effect, ladies and gentlemen. That's how my dating love life is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. Exactly. Yeah. No, oh. but back over to you, love. Okay. Couple TV. Okay. Yes. So, Couple TV, tell us the setup. Like, how is it set up for daters like yourself to come on to? try or in the effort of looking for that one true love okay so basically um we had to at first get voted onto this show which was super intense you had to see how much support we had basically um and i feel like they narrowed it down i do not want to give the wrong number but they narrowed it down to a couple of people um it was more women than men and then literally during the show the platform is you go on these three minute dates with different partners um, and you try to just get to know them as fast as you can in three minutes. Usually there's a prompt at the top of the screen and it will ask you a question. It's kind of like an icebreaker. So that's always super helpful. And the questions have definitely gotten juicier. Like they kind of started off with like, what are your insecurities? And then it's like, who don't you trust from the cast? You know, so I love it. They definitely try to like <laughs> keep it spicy. Um, but then another part that I love about it is that because there are more women than men, there's a green room. Um, and there's a lot of, um, you're able to interact with us from your home. So literally you can comment in the chat, you can say who you're rooting for, you can make comments about the dates. People are literally watching us date from home, um, which is like super intense because although people watch my web series, hear the series, this is stuff that they didn't watch live. So the fact that they're, with, I think their, their motto is like love made live. The fact that they are literally watching love made live is just super amazing to me. But yeah, so literally the girls get to chat and gossip in the green room while we wait to go on our dates. Um, it can definitely get a little bit awkward if you do not have connections with people, but 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 once you do find that connection, it's really cool to have something to look forward to um, 
at the beginning of every week and just see, see that special person. So, yeah. Right. So, it's a little bit different from the dating shows that we grew up watching on TV. It sounds to me like it is a little bit different. Pretty much the same, but a little bit different. And because, like I said, we're living in a new world right now where everything is all virtual. At least 98% of everything we do is virtual now. So for a couple TV, shout outs to Couple TV because we did have the CEO Ryan Bestwick on a couple of months ago to talk about Couple. And what I love about Couple compared to other platforms and other shows is that everything happens in real time. It's not fake. It's not fugazi or anything. It's it's not scripted, ladies and gentlemen. It's no script. There's no teleprompter of what you have to say. It's pretty much organic. You meeting people in real time. And uh, who is the lady? Who's the host? I can't think of the name of the lady who's Colleen? hosting. Colleen? Yes. Yes. The host of the show. I mean, she does a very magnificent job emceeing the showcase and the event. So, I, I mean, I love it. And, and also what I love about it, too, is that while Colleen is talking to one or two of the daters there's other people that are interacting with each other at the same time so i thought that's also amazing as well too all right you can literally pick on each date that you want to watch at the bottom of the screen you can go from date to date and see how each date is going it's amazing <laughs> wow never seen yeah. before no it is very very new it's just it's refreshing i think that's why people love it as well every You've seen Love Island, you know, you've seen all those amazing dating shows, but mm-hmm. this, again, is just so much more personal. And then you also get to vote, which I think is an amazing aspect. Um, so you literally can pick who you want to go home, who you want to stay, um, and then you pick a fan favorite, and then that person gets to pick who they'd like to go home out of a certain amount of people. Yeah, it's, it's just, I just love how interactive it is. Yeah. Now, you asked me a few moments ago about my dating life. Yes. And I gave you the short answer, which was an unnecessary sound effect that I made. But, <laughs> but, and, and this is why I turned to couple. Actually, it's one of the reasons why I turned to couple. Because, like I said, you're meeting people face-to-face in real time, right? And it just offers another platform outside of the dating apps that most of us be on. You know, the mm-hmm. dating apps is, I, I'm sorry if I could just be very, very blunt, boys and girls. But it seems like nowadays the dating apps are turning themselves into hubs for prostitution. Mm. I just got to put it that. out there. With Couple TV, yeah. it's nothing like that at all. I mean, these are real people just looking for a soulmate. You're looking for friendship, looking for love, or looking for the same thing that Star is looking for, like a, a winter buddy, a, a huggy bear for the winter or something. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it, I mean, it's nothing negative uh, about couple, but my dating life has been just all over the place, if you will. And it, and it leads me into the segment that we're going to get into, uh, which is married to your job, then you may be too busy to date. But before we get into that, couple TV. Of course, people can check it out Tuesday nights. And in this season, of course, you, along with the other participants on the dating game <laughs> show, uh, you are encouraging people to vote for you. 
Oh, absolutely. Yes, you need to send all your votes to love. <laughs> um, it's so funny because actually nine people got voted out on the last episode and our finale is coming up this Tuesday, but I made it to the finale. I got enough votes. I was a, I, I feel like Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do it. Thank you, trying to represent. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in the finale, y'all. So tune in and make sure you vote for love. That got a $5,000 grand prize. You could go to a trip to Jamaica um, and then go with a beautiful partner who I connected with. That would be amazing. <laughs> it's a win, win, win oh, situation. Give me and Tanya be on this, man. So we can win and go on to Jamaica. Yes. The, the honeymoon of a lifetime in Jamaica. I love it. You got to make that the happen. Smash the smash yeah. moon of a lifetime. Because they ain't like they're going to be married or nothing. <laughs> he said smash of a lifetime. Sma oh, my goodness. Smash moon of a lifetime. I mean, hey, you know, it could turn into that, the you know, just a smash and enjoying the beautiful weather out there in jamaica you know the, living your best life living your best life the, exactly the best connections can come from a smash you never know <laughs> yeah yeah Max. back in the day we used to call it one night stand so yeah yep. Absolutely. Yep, but this time you're stuck in jamaica roger's gonna make a lot of money on that day <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell us something like you gotta tell us something love like is there one particular person one guy on that show that you just like oh I I gotta I gotta have them. I gotta have there them. Is there is there is um, and it's so funny because you know my my situation on, on couples TV was a little bit different than everybody else's because I was actually cast for episode one, um, and I was on episode one, and then the only reason why I didn't make it to episode two was because I was literally on my way home in the airplane um back to Atlanta from Mexico from a birthday trip. So I missed um, episode two and had to get recast. I didn't get put back on the season until season five. So I kind of missed imperative bonding time for people. So I feel like the proper answer to this question is I am very much so interested in somebody. I feel like I very much so connected somebody. Um, mm. But you need to watch the finale to find out. I will say that 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 time that I missed allowed them to create a relationship or connection more so with somebody else. Um, so yeah, but it's so funny because like our, our chat was on fire the other day. And usually when your chat is on fire, when your date is on fire, it means that so many people have tuned in. So it was like, I don't know how many people tuned into our date and everybody was commenting like, y'all is the ones, y'all are perfect together, this, that, and the third. So yeah, that's what I'll leave it with. Stay tuned for the finale or watch the recaps and you'll be able to put two and yeah. two together. <laughs> yeah. And Star said, Star said to me that if it doesn't work, then she knows somebody. That she could okay. hook you up with. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Star, you might be hearing from me, girl. <laughs> okay, now, when it doesn't work, follow my, answer this. Follow what's, my IG. The, okay. What's, what's the deal breaker DM me when it doesn't work? IG. I got you. I got you. What's the deal breaker if it doesn't work? Everything went well. You went to Jamaica and everything. What's the deal breaker? Ooh, my deal breaker is very easy, and that's if you don't respect animals. You don't have to be vegan. You don't have to be vegetarian. Mm -hmm. No, no, go ahead. Why, go why ahead. you do that? I, I did that for a reason. So, okay, like okay, say I got you, Sean. You got me, you got me, Jerome. You got me. Okay, so let's yeah. say you meet it. So let's Give say this guy. Definition. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Don't respect animals. Give them the definition. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Okay, that's a great point. Thank you. So for me, like I don't support the zoo. I don't support the circus. I don't support the aquarium. Um me either. Thank you. Yes. 
So same, I would want my partner to have similar values or at least. If I was a bisexual, I would date you. Thank you, girl. And you are stunning. Stay here, please. Please. I have a question. I have a question. I'm being funny, but I'm being serious at the same time. How do you feel about roaches? (laughs) Wait a minute. Did you say roaches? The animal, like the insects? Yeah, the insects. Okay. The, the bug, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the bug. Now, oh, I know I know where he's going with that question. I know I got to like, follow up with that. Can you step on one and still be in a race with you? Okay. So here's my thing now, right? Because I'm growing too, and I believe in giving people amnesty. So if I have a roach, like, okay, if I have a roach in my house, which I don't, but if I had a roach in my house, you're in my space, so I'm going to respectfully terminate you. I'm so sorry. If it's um like it ladybug, crawled in your house, it crawled in my house. So now you're in my personal space. Now if we're outside, I'm not just gonna kill a roach. This is your space. This is your home. You know. But and I know we infiltrated on on roaches land. You know, their roaches were here way before us. So yeah, it's and just like in, after us. Yeah, and after us, invasive animals like mosquitoes. Now mosquitoes are the one animal that we can mutually agree we don't quite have to fully respect. I respect your existence. I respect your hustle, but don't suck my blood. You know. So, yeah. <laughs> Can I answer your question? I, I got a follow-up. I got you, Roland. I got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Say you and your significant other are in the mountains. You hiking. Because I can tell by your aura that you also are one with nature. You enjoy the yes. wilderness. You enjoy nature, right? Yes. And a bear comes after y'all. Now, re- remember, you are all about animal rights now. And that bear comes at your significant other like that bear did to Leonardo DiCaprio in The Relevant. <laughs> I mean, what's the situation with that? Do you want your oh. significant other to try to take the bear out? <laughs> or be like, be nice oh, ba- oh baby, just be end. nice to the, just play dead. Just play dead. Just play dead and the bear will walk away. Like, what, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, first, this reminds me of that gif or that meme or something, and it's like, help the bear. You know that meme? What is, I forgot who said it's a rap, and it's like, if I'm fighting a bear, help the bear. I think it's DMX, but um, RP DMX. But um, so to answer that question, I would say, yeah, no, we're in its territory. We're in its territory. So we can't do anything but play dead or get bigger. It depends on what kind of bear it is. You got to handle it a little bit differently. I'll give you a story. My mom and I went river tubing on the Chattahoochee River. There was an otter. I didn't know that there were otters in the Chattahoochee River. Now, I love animals, but I respect them more. So I don't want to be in its territory. I didn't peep. I don't know why I didn't peep. But anyways, my mom was willing to, like, defend us if she had to. Like, she had gotten a stick. Not to hit it. It was, it was far gone after after we first saw it. But she had to get a stick to get, it out of, to get us out of its territory. But she said, like, if I had to, like, I would have had to defend us. And I was like, no. Like, no, we would have just had to get attacked. Like, I, I wouldn't have let you defend us because... We're in it. Come on, sis. Come on, sis. Now, come on. I have come one on, last sis. one. I have one last one. That ain't the last one, no. Walden. <laughs> no, this the last one. This is the last no, one. This is the last no, one. Man, she said you're on a picnic. You gonna let the animal attack them now? Come on. Hey. I, that's she my best idea of death. I, I would rather go out with an animal taking me out than a human, a car, whatever the case may be. I know it sounds crazy. That's how passionate I am. Okay, <laughs> let's see how passionate you are. You on a picnic with your significant other. And you got two types of insects coming around you. Okay. An ant and a fly. Okay. What can he do? What can he do? And you had a picnic. And you have food. And these ants 
and flies keep <laughs> hanging around. No, no, no. Let's make it bigger than a fly. What about a wasp? <laughs> okay. A wasp. <laughs> or a mosquito. Well, I associate wasps with bees. And, you know, bees are endangered. So I just feel like you got to respect the wasp, respect the bees. Um, so so I, I literally, I do the thing. I'm telling y'all, I am like. Who, so let them a- sing you. Let them sing you. I literally. Are you I eating with you. your significant other? You're in love and everything. And I talk to bees. I literally have conversations with bees. Literally, if a if a, a wasp is by me, I, my friend Olivia taught me to just say, "Hey," and as soon as I acknowledge it, it goes away. This sounds crazy, but y'all, I'm telling you, I'm like the crazy animal lady, so like I'm unapologetic about but it. Love, but, so you love. Say, hey, to the wasp, it'll go away. Yeah, you just have to because it fills your fear. So if you're like panicking and stuff, it's gonna keep being like, "Why are you doing all that?" But well, what if like, he's hey. like, "What if your mate? What if your mate is around a lot of buzzing bees?" I mean, like Macaulay Culkin and my girl. We saw what happened in, to him in that movie. Come on. Now. <laughs> then we gonna hang out in my house. You see, I got the plants behind me. We can have like a a forest type beam. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like we're in a park right now. You know. And then we I see it. I love it. I love it. I love the background. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. No, these are not, but I have, I think, 30 plants, but they're all by my windows outside. I'm in my den right now. Can you help me decorate my background? Absolutely. Yeah, Amazon, I'm telling you, is key in this. Yeah, Amazon, uh, Ikea, <laughs> not to give them many plugs. <laughs> I can get the stuff, but I don't have to decorate it. That's got good. it. I got you. And Pinterest. That helped me out with some ideas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love your background. Thank you. Okay. All right. So Tuesday nights at 7 p.m., yep. Uh, couple TV and people can watch it online of course on couple.com and on IG right? Yes and the better way to do it is to go on my Instagram at loveatia um, and then click the link in my bio because that shows that you are supporting me because I have like a specialized link so yes <laughs> Awesome awesome alright so uh, you gotta follow up with us uh, love and let us know keep us posted on how everything goes down uh, especially yes. this coming tuesday at 7 p.m eastern standard time on couple tv and uh, make sure you could you continue to support love atia it's not too late to vote for no. love atia what they got to do love all they have to do is go to at love atia on instagram or tiktok click the link in my bio and you will see um watch me on uh, couples tv click that link on tuesday Tune in at 7 o'clock um, Eastern Standard Time. Vote, vote, vote. This is super important. This is the last episode. I told y'all $5,000 and a trip to Jamaica is at stake. So I need all the support I can get. And it's 5, all based 000. on votes. $5,000, yep. a trip to Jamaica, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. She needs that in her life so she can live her best life. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, too. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, Star wants to come, too. Thank you. Yes. I, oh, my gosh. I would love to see you there. Yes. <laughs> why you got that face? Why you looking at like? Why you got that face on, Star? Why you looking like that? We trying to help you get to Jamaica. We are gonna try to help you get there. Look, look, I wanna, I wanna vote for her some more, and I wanna go to Jamaica. Yes, you can do both, girl. Yes, we gonna manifest you on the show too. <laughs> we doing a lot of manifesting tonight. You and Lil Wayne, you and Mike Vick, you on Couples TV. Got you. Yes, Something honey. tells me yep. there's not going to be a guy going to Jamaica. Something tells me this. This is going to be like a girl's trip part two. I, yeah. Oh. I, I'm, that's what I'm thinking too. Exactly. I'm getting that vibe too. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. You, what y'all trying to say? What you trying to say nothing? You said this, cause this could be a girl's trip part two. Y'all may be like, you know what? We don't need these. Uh, 
We can just go to Jamaica by ourselves. <laughs> Bump these men. No, like for real. <laughs> Let's drama. Because <laughs> I'm going to go get me a Jamaican. Okay. <laughs> and you know, they stay strong. And they're hard they workers. They strong. Yep. Mm-hmm. You get that free win. Yep. <laughs> that part. <laughs> WBS 87 Atlanta and on iHeartRadio, home of the Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum, and the Wake Up Ladies. This is Atlanta's new underground station, Beat Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio live. A Reach One Communications Station. <laughs> okay, so that leads me into the topic. Uh, we only got 30 minutes left on, in this segment here. And uh, Love, can you stick around for just a few minutes? Because we, we definitely got to get into this topic, okay? Absolutely. That, that leads me into what I wanted to talk about this morning. And that is married to your job. And if that's the case, then you may be too busy to date. So I'm going to talk about a situation that happened to me recently. Uh, I'm going to switch up the beat in just a few moments. I'm playing SWV someone, by the way, because Love Atia needs someone in her life. She needs someone. Yeah. Okay, so this is what happened to me recently. I met this one woman, career-driven, attractive, ambitious, the whole nine yards. We had a bit of a chemistry. The only thing was is that uh, she lives out of state. She lives in one state. I live in another. But we still made it work by communication. So we talked on the phone a few times. Nothing but great conversation. I'm all for intellectual conversation. Then we had our very first virtual date. Speaking of virtual virtual date, we had one. Great vibes, positive vibes. We got to know a lot more about each other. And I'm under the impression that there was going to be a second date. Now, she made me very aware that um, she's a very busy woman. I love it. I love women that are career-driven, that are ambitious. I work seven days a week as an entrepreneur. I'm busy, too. But I make time. You know the saying, you make time for what you want, right? Mm-hmm. So we made time to talk to each other. The next day, going back to the story I shared with you all earlier in the program about me sending this text to this one particular woman. It happens to be that woman that I text, that I sent the text to about, hey, I'm tipsy right now, LOL, <laughs> just being my funny self. But I had a great time on our date. And I hope you are safe. That was it. So a couple of days after that, she texts me back saying, and I'm just paraphrasing it because I'm giving you the short version. She gave me like a very lengthy text message. So the short version was, hey, Sean, I'm sorry to get back with you so late. These next few weeks are busy. I don't know if I'm going to be able to communicate on the level that you want me to at this moment because of so much going on. And I was like, okay, well, I appreciate you for letting me know. I was a little bit disappointed uh, at the fact that, how can I put it? She did let me know that she was a very busy person, right? But she led me to believe that 
we were going to have a second date, which I, which I, we agreed that we was going to have a second date. But what I got from the text was that she was just too busy to go any further as far as on a communication level. Communication is a very big part in dating. Mm. If you don't have communication, then why date? Just saying. So I sent her a follow-up text saying or asking, hey, can I just at least speak to you for just 60 seconds? Just 60 seconds out of your time. You know, being the considerate person that I am. And that was a few days ago. Still haven't heard back from her. Wow. She lied. Yeah. Ooh. Already to the gut. (laughs) You know, I told you you got to be direct. She lied. She lied. Mm -mm. You got to say something. Roland shaking. Roland is rubbing his head. Here's the thing, and 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 this is to everybody on um, on on this show right now. Everybody's busy. Everybody has many hats, doing stuff seven days a week, whatever. Everybody has a bed. They are blessed with a bed to sleep in. Okay, your phone ninety nine point nine percent of the time is near you when you go to sleep. You won't put it in another room or anything. It's near you. You don't have to um, have a long, drawn-out conversation or anything when you know you're tired. But you can still text, have a one-minute to two-minute conversation before you go to sleep. If people really want to be in a relationship and communicate and everything else under the sun, it can be done. I'm tired of hearing folks, men and women, saying they don't have time to do stuff, but your ass can fall asleep. You know you're gonna have that phone near you. Period. The, the phone is not gonna be nowhere else but near your bed, near your pillow, or whatever how you sleep is gonna be near your head. Because the first thing you're gonna do is look at it before you go to bed, and it's the first thing you're gonna look at it when you wake up. I will say this: since I've been single, I have had my phone next to me in bed. But when I wasn't single, when I was with my ex at the time, my phone was nowhere near me. Interesting, right? Yeah. Because you were with the person who you wanted to communicate with? Absolutely. I was with the person that I wanted to communicate with the most. Mm -hmm. Because I was very deeply Mm -hmm. in love with this person. You know, okay. so that was my thing. Like, no phones to bed. We kind of felt short on that at times. But even if I accidentally, like, say, left my phones in the car or whatever, and I'm already in the bed with my ex and my, with my girlfriend at the time, it wouldn't be like, oh, wait a minute, babe. Before I go to sleep, I got to go get my cellular phones. I got to go get my smartphones out of the car. Like, no, they just have to stay in there. Mm-hmm. You know. I would never take my phones to bed with me when I was in a relationship. But now that I'm single, I find myself sleeping next to my phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True story. So, <laughs> love? Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to, I was just going to uh, reiterate for those that are just tuning in to the Beat Break Morning Show. We're talking about um, people being married to their jobs. 
And if that's the case, then you may be too busy to date. Uh, I've seen this story play out thousands of times from singles. We all get lonely. We all get bored at times. Outside of our day in, day out grind, jobs, what have you, careers. And there's a time where we just like, you know what, I'm going to get on this platform or get on that platform and just create a vibe with somebody and see where it goes from there. And then 15 minutes, 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, you build up some type of connection with that person. You all may go on a date. And then after that, it's like, okay, well, have fun, but I got so much stuff going on in my life right now. What do you I feel think? Like in this situation with with this woman that, that you were referring to just now and in, in this specific situation, I just know that I have definitely back in the day before my throat chakra was activated, I used to definitely make me being busy be an excuse. Um, but I feel like when when you really do want to give your time to somebody, even if you just have five minutes, like uh, DJ Roland was saying, you go to sleep at night so like you can like cuddle up with that person like even if you don't have time for them during your day if you are if guys are close enough i feel like you can just kind of find the time whenever you can make the time for them even if it's just going out to brunch in the midst and I, I can also say though when i had made the excuse of i was too busy i just felt like i couldn't prioritize that person at the time but had the right person come around i would have been able to prioritize them does that make sense yeah yeah, yep. that's why I said I, she lied. She, she, she should have just been honest with Sean and said, "I'm not interested in making you priority because right. really that's just what it was." And she didn't give him that. She just, you know, kind of said, "Hey, I'm busy, but no, it's I don't feel like I'm interested in you enough to make time for you." Well, let's talk about priority. Like, what is priority? Priority what, number what one on the list. Considered- mm-hmm. Go ahead, Star. No, no, no. Go. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What, what is priority? Because you know, priority to me, number one is your focus at this moment. Your career, your education, whatever you're into. That's number one. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and and then yeah. of course it's your health, your family. And then later on down the list is your significant other, your mate. That's how I feel. Uh, at the end of the day, I was only, I was just only looking for communication. You know, and I said this a thousand times to people. Like, in the world that we're living in, which we all do is text every single day. Right? Um, a hello, hope your day is going well. That goes a long way. That's it. You know, like one thing I I mentioned earlier is that we're are in two different states. And there are people out there that can't handle a potential long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. But if it's the right person, if you and that other person have like the right connection, the right chemistry, you all will find a way to make it work. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But it all starts with communication. And it's just it just starts off with the small things. I think we tend to steer away from the simple things at times. Hey, hello, how you doing? I hope all is well. Hope your family is well can go a long way. 
Yeah, there's there's 24 hours in a day. Majority of of us spending it is work, career, and all that other stuff. But we also spend hours being on social media. We spend hours watching television. We spend hours cleaning up and all that other stuff. You know. You know. And they and and if they do that and they don't spend any of those hours texting you or messaging you good morning, good afternoon, meaning that cleaning is more important than you. Um, watching reality TV is primal to you. Um, whatever they put before you means that those are the things that are more important. Mm-hmm. And now, I will say, even for I'm sorry. No, go ahead, love. Go. Go for it. Even for me, like, I, I know with my friendships, like, with my best friends, I will literally only text them. I want to say, like, maybe we'll check in four times out of the month. You know, like, we know that we are not the type of friends that can text each other every single day or even every single week, but we have that love for each other. And I feel like in, in situations where you are busy, like all of us, that those small things like Star was talking about, the good morning, the good afternoon, those little small, they don't have to be paragraphs, you know, can definitely make a difference. Um, But I do, I would also want a partner who is understanding that although I may not be married to my job, I'm married to my mental health. So I still need that space sometimes. Like I take it a tea a day. I literally take a day where I don't talk to anybody and I would need my significant other to be like comfortable and okay with that as well, you know? Yeah, Mm. I agree with you. Me time. Yeah. Yeah. Have, I, have a little I'm, bit of me time. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I mean, I can I can definitely respect that. I think men, of course, we have our me time, too. We don't want to be bothered and talk to a lot of people, you know, and, uh, for a day or two or what have you. Um, But if it's like days and days and days, you start to get the hint. Like, okay. Yeah. It is what it is, right? So, eh. You know, I've been told that, well, Sean, maybe you should just call that person and see how they're doing or what have you. And, you know, it's like, based on my past experiences, I've done that mm-hmm. before. I've done that. And the answer I would get is, uh, let me call you back. Or... Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. or, <laughs> or hey, I'm sorry I missed your call. I've been so busy, but uh, I'm gonna call you back or what have you. I was like, no, nah, oh, I'm done. I'm I'm done doing all of that. No, yeah. Like something something would tell me that something is wrong to where I need to call you. So your male yeah. intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, our male intuition. We have intuitions just like women have intuition. Absolutely. Yeah. That's just most men don't adhere to it. Um, they ignore it. I don't understand. But the fact that you can tune in on it, especially with your experience, and just let it, yeah, follow follow that intuition. Follow that intuition, yeah. But let's talk about being married to your job. And if you if that's the case, then you're too busy to be dating or to even be in a relationship i was told that sean before you get into any relationship make sure that you are established first mm. established meaning um, that you are financially independent what was that mm. you brought up a memory that someone told me oh no 
Ooh. Someone exactly told me um, that I need to probably be established um, before I, I propose. And technically, um, I wasn't. I proposed anyway. If you what? wait, if you wait to making a certain amount of money, living a certain type of style, just to have a life partner, ain't always 100% guarantee it's gonna work mm-hmm. if you keep waiting. Right. And you, so, how are you going to have a life? Are you spending life trying to create some type of life without a life partner for a life right. partner? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, literally. Somebody said that to me. Somebody said that to me years ago, many years ago. No, hop on board. Let lo- love lead you, hop on board, and then create that life yeah. with your lifetime partner. Like, right. why would you spend 50 years trying to? gain this and do this and then oh now I'm ready for my wife 50 years you have to you in a wheelchair by that time oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's crazy point. to me when I hear men talk like that I'd be like mm. yeah actually a female told me that no I mean I know a female said that to you but it, it's a lot of men who will say well I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wait to all of my stuff is in order to you know, get a wife, have kids. And so how old are you? Yeah, I'm 38. Um, so how long are you planning on <laughs> wait? Are you serious? Yeah. Bye. Yeah. 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 It's 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 sad that, that that the world is like this and whatnot. Like like I said, everybody on this panel right now, um, I don't want to call it a panel, but you know, um, that all of us are very busy and whatnot, but it we will make time to do you know what we like and if we don't want to involve that particular person you need to be upfront and honest like star kells says she wants somebody up front and don't hold anything back be be real everybody's saying being hundred and all that stuff that includes that so if you are into your career school whatever multiple things or whatnot and then sometimes you might be I just work and that's it, nine to five, and that's it. And I just like looking at TV all day mm-hmm. once I get home and whatnot. That's your time, but do you want to separate your time to develop a relationship or keep worrying about that show? You gotta know what happened that next week and whatnot. You know what's gonna be? <laughs> whatnot. So, hey, I mean. It's deep. I definitely went through a situation like that with my ex boyfriend. We had both gotten nine to five at the same time, but as you know, I own a hair and a skincare line. Um, and it, I was developing it at the time. And so I remember one time my boyfriend had told him, my ex had told somebody that he felt like he was in a work relationship with me. And I'm like, yeah, because we're getting home from the nine to five and, and I'm continuing to work. I'm making this hair oil. I'm doing what I got to do. And you're in bed watching TV. And he's like, I just want to come home for work and just chill. And I'm like, we have to work harder. You know, so I feel like you have to definitely be. You remember when you worked at nine to five, you know, you're working for the man. So I'm just being real, you know, yeah. so do you want your own money or do you want to keep working for the man it- and, and wait on that uh, um, retirement check to come and all that stuff? Right. I need a backup plan. I need a plan out. He yoked with her, though. In order for that to work, he had to understand that mentality of, I'm going to be a slave to my investment in me and not a slave to the job. Because if he had understand that, I think he would have 
really fell more in love with her. The fact that she can leave from this job and come home to work on her being free. You know, for me, I would hop in like, babe, what we need to do, Matt? Or I would then just, look, we can, while you work and create, let me put something in here, some music, some jazz. I'm a vibe with you a little bit. Yes. Like, kind of got to make work. Don't you carry your dried up butt in that damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> on the TV while I'm over here goddamn trying to make dreams come true. Yes. Yes. Wow. They weren't equally yoked. They weren't equally yoked. That's all that was. That's deep. That's so wow. deep. Wow. Yeah. I wow. love that. How do you all feel about the term work husband or work wife? You're in a relationship. You like that? You don't like it. Why you don't like it? Let me tell you something. In the medical field, me working as an analyst around all of these work husband and work wives, it's creepy to me because you have an emotional attachment to that person and high possibility of a sexual attraction to the person and y'all flirt at work you bring food for your wife or your husband and you actually talk about some of your issues and problems i got you and you go home to your real life husband or wife oh no 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 you 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 cannot no 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 you cannot have no husband or wife at work and then and the thing about, I'm gonna just say this. The thing about that is, I feel like you're crossing a line. I'll just say, it. I just feel like it's a thin line and it's, you gonna cross it. And I've seen people cross it. Rolling, rolling, no. rolling, sticking out the finger. It ain't a middle finger. Two, two things, two things, <laughs> two things. I gotta I got say something. Tanya, at, at a previous job, had a work husband and why and where we were dating. And I met her. And he has a wife. They understand what they were doing. And I see what you're saying, Star, about, you know, uh, how he can get physical and whatnot. The Not thing about it, you got No, I never said it could get physical. I said the thought and their the thought. Mind. Okay. The thought I don't know what that I don't know what he was thinking. But I know what she was thinking. What I heard her even telling me, because I know her style. That's the thing, you gotta know your yeah. partner mm-hmm. and whatnot. And and and, and it's, our relationship is very unique and it can't, it's a needle in a haystack. If it's repeated, will it be in this lifetime? I don't think so. Because of how we think, how we do. She had a work husband, I met the dude. He made a thought of something, I just know she wasn't. That's number one. Number two, instead of labeling um, work husbands and work wives, at my previous job, I was the big brother because of my size and, and, and my age. Because I was working around a lot of female, basically, yeah, a lot of females, and and the the, the average age was twenty five years old, mm. and I was always at least close to 20 years that, you know, that tells you my age and whatnot but I'm talking about at that time that's how old I was to him so I was basically the big brother the big guy and whatnot so if I had to do something outside of the actual physical work they expect me because I'm the big guy to do it mm-hmm. 
So that can be done as well. And sometimes, you know, you know how brother and sisterly love can get misinterpreted as well. You know, so it happens, but I just know that um, do I have like currently right now? No. Um, But um, I can see it still happening because I'm in the medical field too. So I can see it happening. Um, and whatnot, and actually at one of my other jobs when I was much younger, um, it, it 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 was like that, and the dude did it any daggone way, had sex, and was married, and I was like, oh, "That's you going across the line, dude." Yeah, that is just a thin line <laughs> to me sometimes, and I'm just like, just don't don't even put the ti- the title. Actually, I think enhances that possibility of you know weird. Yeah things wife husband stop yeah i i want to say something to star's point um now once upon a time signature phrase always in our hearts forever Mm -hmm. i considered signature phrase as my work wife and you said that to her too. You said that to her. Yeah, absolutely. I was very candid about it on air when she was a radio personality on our platform. Mm-hmm. And it, it was almost like we did have that kind of relationship on the air where people thought that we were really going with each other in real life. So to Star's point, some of which happened on the air between me and signature it was it came from an organic place this was not scripted ladies and gentlemen this was like organic because i felt that connection i had with signature who is no longer in the physical spirit here on earth but i felt that connection with signature and she felt that connection with me vice versa so I definitely understand where Star is coming from. I have mixed feelings about it. So if I'm in a relationship and my girl or my mate says, oh, I have a work wife or a work husband at at work or what have you, I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Well, so do I. <laughs> so do I. I have a work <laughs> wife. I have a work husband too, you know, or whatever. Um... But yeah, I, I mean, I think once again, going back to communication, right? Talking about it, like finding out, okay, how do you identify what a work husband or what a work wife is to you? Wow. That is very important because I think that would make a difference. Yeah. You know? When people say, oh, you know, I, I look at him as a work husband or I look at her as a work wife or what have you. And it's like, OK, well, do you all flirt on the job? Do you all kiss on the job? Do you all like do all these physical things with each other on the job? Do you all treat it like it's an actual ethics. marriage? It's the code of ethics. Code of ethics. Right. Code of ethics. Yeah. Because I honestly, when I see it, the initial thing, Sean, that I see is they support each other. Now, I I can very well say that um, authentically that it's more of a support system between a male and a woman that work together 
these long hours, sometimes hard jobs, you know, and you just need that support and you don't need it. And it comes from a man and you want to receive it from that particular sex. Like even if it's woman and woman, I never seen work wives, but no, I'm lying. No, I have, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, but mo- majority wise, I always see work husband and work wives. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of the time is they're supporting each other. But you got to understand how deep that can go. Because I'm thinking from energy-wise, if somebody's supporting you on the job like that, you know what I'm saying? Then that means you start depending on them emotionally. Mm-hmm. And it's levels to it, man. I feel like you just got to be careful and be very aware of where it is and where it may go. Um, and just set boundaries, you know, if you want to do that. I ain't judging nobody, but when I see it and some of the interactions and stuff, I'm just like, not my man. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Okay. No, no, no. no. Yeah. But. Right. All right. So let's put a bow on this real quick. Married to your job. If that's the case, then you too busy to date. So people who are too busy, who are working three, four, five, six jobs, because that's the world that we're living in right now. It's not like it was back in the day where if you only had one job and it was paying you well, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. But now in 2021, going into 2022, you need about six, seven, eight jobs to make it. But yeah. you also want yeah. a love life. You want somebody you can go home to at the end of the day. Or to communicate or what have you. I just feel like if you're, not a, if you're just at that place in your life right now where you're just too busy, then, yeah, you don't need to be dating right now. Well, they're I actually have, dating. I, I have something to add to that. It's kind of a, 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 kind of a, a part to it and whatnot. Do people really understand do they want to be in a relationship while they're busy? Because sometimes they just want to be held. True. So that's By their work husband or work wife. No, 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 no. You can't do that there. No, no. I'm talking about <laughs> in the bed, and you're so busy. I just you may want that little cuddly time or a little. You just want a cut friend. And, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, know. you just you just want a cut friend every now and then. You just want yeah. somebody so, to. So did they understand the difference? You want to them, Sean. Sometimes you don't want to sex them. You just want to be held. Right. Some intimacy. Non-sexual. Interest. I ain't trying to smash. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me. No. 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 Let me tell you. Let me tell you all something. Let me tell you all something. What I'm noticing about a lot of single women that are busy with nine jobs, and they just want to be held, or they just want some affection. You know what they do? You know what they do? Let me drop the beat on this one. They go get a pet. My cat doesn't cuddle with me. Your cat doesn't cuddle with you? No, she'll lay on me, but that's not a cuddle. I need like cuddle, like a spoon, you know? Warm body. Yeah. (laughs) Lay on me body and a warm cat are two different things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but see, this is why I say what I said. Going back to married to your job but too busy to date. So, like, this particular woman that I spoke of, she has a pet. She has a dog. I seen her dog during our virtual date. 
Very adorable, dog. So I had to go into Detective Sean Garvey mode. Okay? So you telling me, you too busy, you got all this stuff going on, but you make time to take care and maintain, maintain a pet. I know this from experience because my mother had a dog. My mother is a former pet owner. And taking care of a dog is like taking care of a child. There's a lot of it, you it's a lot of time consuming and taking care of a pet. Especially if that pet is very fond of you and vice versa. Oh hell yeah. There's a lot of time consuming into taking care of a pet. What's to say she's not neglecting her dog? Because I've definitely witnessed, yeah, like like hard my hardworking friends not taking the best care of their dogs. I'm not a fan of it, and I speak up about it. But I'm just right. saying you can't assume that she's like playing with the dog and giving the dog all the attention and space it needs. That dog might be locked up in a cage for while she's at work. You know, that, yeah, that that could be true. That could be true. However, from my experience, it's like I've seen them how they treat their dog versus how they treat me. Like I've been in a situation before where the woman talked to the dog more than she talked to me. It's like, you know, the dog cannot talk to you back. Right. It's just like, it's just like that scene in baggage claim with Tay Diggs and um, Paula Patton. Tay Diggs character loved that dog more than she loved. than he loved her. It's like, what, what are we doing? That's like the new norm now. People are emotionally detached from oh. each other as human beings and more attached to their pets. Their pets, because their pets love them unconditionally. And ain't nobody loyal nowadays. It's that instant gratification and I like you now, but don't like you tomorrow. The pets love them forever, okay? Don't you get it, son? <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it now. I'm like, jeez. Because now I'm seeing human beings kiss their dogs. And <laughs> I'm seeing human beings kiss their dogs, licking them on the lips and tongue and all that. I was like, Ugh, you ain't showing me that kind of affection. Now I'm jealous. Well, that's called bestiality. Yeah, that's what I say. I love and animals, that is not the that first much. form of it. So why y'all out there thinking it's okay to tongue kiss your dogs? You sick. That's not, that's not good. Dogs and, and don't you dare think it's okay for your dog to lick your vagina after you get out the shower. That's not okay. Yeah. Is that a thing? Do people do that? Yeah. Some of these people are literally falling in love with their animals and having sexual activities with their animals. Oh, that's crazy. It's getting, it's, getting, it's getting crazy. That's why sometimes when I see somebody love their pet a little too much, <laughs> let me tell y'all something. If I come to your house and I'm like, you know, say I'm dating a guy, I come to this house and the dog, female dog, her, you know, like literally. Territorial, yeah. Like to the point where like she gonna try to, I'm just like, man, are you effing this dog? Let me tell you, let me tell you, no cap, real facts. I had a girl, I had this woman that I was trying to holler at on FaceTime. She had her cat up against her cheek and the cat me mugged me 
in real time, boys and girls. Is that, is, that, is that just like a cat thing, though? I'm like, on my FaceTime? cat people. <laughs> cat <laughs> meme mug me. On like, FaceTime. Yes, Roland. The cat was telling me, if you ever, ever, ever try to get close to my woman, to my mama, whatever, I will put them paws on you. So Here. Tom Cat was meaning you, man. Mm, okay, Tom Cat. All right. I think about cats be about that life. Cats are th- it'd be some thug like cats. And if a cat's mean mugging you, especially on video time, they're letting you know what's up. Don't come what? through, don't come through with no drama. Why do you think okay? I never went why, why do you think I never went to the stage play cats? Why do you think I never went to go see the movie Cats? <laughs> Love, I gotta ask you this, love. If you are currently dating, like since you're on the game show, yes. Well, I don't want to call it a game show, dating show. I'm sorry. Yes. And 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 everything, uh, your cat will won't interfere with your possible relationship, would he? No. Um. You kind of took two. You kind of took two point five seconds to answer that question. Just to let you know. <laughs> no, no. I'm When I have had guys in the past come over to my house, it's actually annoying how they focus more on her than on me. Like she does, she, yeah, no, she puts on some allure, not in the way of like bestiality, but in the way of like, oh, she's being so sweet to me. Oh, it's like she just turns it on. Yeah, she's like, oh, hey, rub on you. Like, girl, back up, that's my man, so yeah. Girl, you better learn from that damn cat. I know, right? I know. No, seriously. I should take hints. Yeah, no. I'm going to talk to her after the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Take your Ladies, I just want y'all like, to okay. speak to your kitten. That's all. Just, just speak to your cat. <laughs> the, the real cat. Not, 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 the real cat. Not the cat. Got not it. Down there. The cat itself. <laughs> all right, y'all. Okay, it's the Beat Break Morning Show. <laughs> This is a family morning show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Depending uh, on what age, is enough, man. Teenagers enough. <laughs> Depending on what age group you're in. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's let's do this real quick. I, I want to get into this mic drop rant. Uh, switch up the beat real quick. What's the scenario? A tribe called Quest. Hey. Okay. Mic drop rants, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got to do a sweeper one day for the mic drop rants. If you don't know what the mic drop rants is, I pretty much go on a rant. And talk about anything and everything. Maybe call some people out or what have you. You know, you know me. I call people out, just like I did with the young lady. I didn't mention her name though. Still got love for her, but I just, I just need to express myself. And everybody else that's on the show can express themselves as well too. All right. So, uh, switching gears for one moment. I want to talk about two people: R. Kelly and Dave Chappelle. It's so funny I'm using both of them in the same paragraph. Right. Once upon a time, Dave Chappelle did a skit on Chappelle's show <laughs> talking about R. Kelly and uh, him peeing on young girls. Mm-hmm. You all remember that skit, right, on the Chappelle show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was back in, what, 2004, 2005? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So It's so interesting. Uh, let's start with R. Kelly first. Mike drop rants. Of course, you all know the scenario. R. Kelly is facing charge. Um, he has been, of course, charged and is 
going to be sentenced anywhere between 10 years to life in prison for racketeering and other charges relating to child endangerment, sexual abuse. So people have already canceled R. Kelly. And there will be more people that will cancel R. Kelly. Even YouTube canceled R. Kelly by taking down his videos. Yeah, YouTube page, yep. And his songs. But you know who else needs to be canceled? Everybody. Everybody need to be canceled. Especially the media personalities and the radio producers or radio personalities, I should say. You all need to be canceled. Let me tell you why. Roll them. You remember a song that our very great friend and Atlanta native, Killer Mike, did once upon a time ago called uh, Adidas? He called out R. Kelly in the song. I'm trying to look it up here. I'm trying to Google it. Killer Mike's uh, album was called monster oh yeah yeah and uh trying to find out what year the album came out it came out years ago i have it right here march 11 2003 okay so killer mike has a line in the song in adidas featuring big boy of outcast and the line goes a little bit something like this on the down low like R. Kelly and Youngsters, but only 18 and over because, babe, I'm no perb. You remember that line? We just need to keep this thing from the end for charge on the down low like R. Kelly and Youngsters, but over 18 only because, baby, I'm no perb. From Adidas. Killer yeah. Mike featuring Big Boy. So he literally called out R. Kelly for that. That was about a year or two after the sex tape came out. The infamous sex tape. I was in high school around that time where someone popped in the DVD and we were forced to watch it in school. What? Yes. I was like this, Roland. It's like this. And then I did like this. But that's a whole different story. So after the song came out with Killer Mike in 2003, people in media still interviewed R. Kelly. Even after that first case he had uh, about the video. The BET Awards still welcomed R. Kelly to perform at the BET Awards. Radio personality still had him on the show. Sprite Lee still had R. Kelly on the Chirac soundtrack. So my question is, to those that are in media and radio personalities, that been saying that, oh, R. Kelly got what he deserved. Yeah, 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 you know, we're not playing his music anymore. I'm like, y'all should have been canceled him before the documentary dropped on Lifetime. Mm -hmm. So you all do need to be canceled. <laughs> I just find it so interesting that it would take a Lifetime documentary and the verdict for people to officially be done with R. Kelly. Now, 
if the question is, Sean, do you still listen to R. Kelly's songs? Yes, I stand behind D.L. Hughley when he said that, well, yeah, I mean, if I still got to stand in for the national anthem, well, it is what it is. But I feel like, yeah, you need to be canceled. But still having R. Kelly come to your studios and to your TV sets after the sex tape dropped. Y'all need to be canceled. Since we're caught up in this cancel culture, let's switch gears to Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, sorry. Uh, anybody seen The Closer? No. No? Not yet. Not yet? I have. Uh, Dave Chappelle is now my number one favorite comedian. After watching The Closer, I have bumped him from number 76 to number <laughs> one. <laughs> I tell you, I didn't, I didn't really grow up on Dave Chappelle. I mean, I, I mean, when I mean by that, I wasn't really much of a Dave Chappelle fan. I was more of a Bernie Mac fan. What's the closer though, Sean? What is that? The closer hit Dave Chappelle's last stand-up comedy routine on Netflix for right now, which has been getting a lot of praise and a lot of backlash at the same time. Now he got kicked off of Netflix at one point. So is this the? He never got kicked off of Netflix. He never, never, ever, never, ever, ever, ever. Remember he did one in his backyard or at a barn or something and he was talking about F Netflix? <laughs> Google that. <laughs> so what he was never it? kicked off and I saw him um, during the pandemic doing a, a, a live show, a live taping. Okay, did you see that one during the pandemic when he was talking about F Netflix? I know there was a scandal about it. I just don't remember what the problem was. I, think you I can't got remember him, him saying it like that particular way. I know he did something about Netflix, but Netflix didn't get rid of him. I think you didn't got Netflix him. Did owe him money? Do Do exactly. Netflix owe him money? I thought that's what it was. I thought that Netflix something. Yeah, it was some drama. I'll Google it. I was just gonna say that I think you got him confused with Monique. Oh no 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 no! no, no I don't. <laughs> I and I actually saw his live. Um, it, I don't know if it was in a backyard. It was really interesting because it was on like some grass and he. Yeah, that was last year. That was in 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. what? A, anywho, so okay, back to what you were saying, Sean, about so the closer, know, right? It has drew a lot of attention, especially the LGBTQ community. Now, me and love, right? We are a part of the community. I am but too. I am a gay man. Yes. <laughs> You're, you, you identify yourself as what? A gay man. A, a, oh, you are a gay man. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we we learning some new stuff this morning on the Be Break Morning Show. All right. <laughs> Sorry, you, 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 you're gay. I'm a gay man. You're a gay man. A you're a gay, gay man. man. Right. <laughs> so you have a ding I've always been a gay man. <laughs> you got a ding you can hold it out, and you go to and you go to a urinal. Why her camera froze? I, I, I was born with a vagina. I'm a gay man. 
Okay. In she's your heart, a, she's, absolutely. That matters. She's a gay <laughs> man counts. with a vagina. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so I say that to say this. I think there's two different types of LGBTQ community groups. Yeah, I believe that. There's one that knows comedy and satire all too well. And we know that the world that we living in is what it is. And then you have another that are just internet trolls or internet people. Mm. So I think moving forward, if we're calling the LGBTQ community uh, a group of people that want to cancel everybody for jokes, I think we should label them, if that's fair, label them as internet LGBTQ. Because it just seems like it's coming from people behind a phone and a computer hmm. that probably did not even watch the entire comedy routine. Because I've seen it from beginning to end, especially the yes, ending yes. part, especially the ending part where he talks about his friend who happens to be a trans and how she committed suicide because of the backlash she got from social media which were internet LGBTQ people. It's deep. Yeah. yeah. So who should be canceled? The LGBTQ, the everyday LGBTQ people that don't really be on the internet like that or the internet LGBTQ community? The internet in general should be canceled. <laughs> Just the internet as a whole. It's just a toxic place. And you talked about Energy Star. The internet just comes with toxic yeah. energy. Certain <laughs> internet because you don't want to cancel internet because Netflix is on the internet. So. I'm weak. Okay, all right, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all saw that meme about the uh, the person who goes to sleep uh, um, watching Netflix. Beware of them. Now, DJ Rollum, do you go to sleep watching Netflix? Nope. Do you fall asleep in the Netflix and still playing? Hey. I look at I look at Hulu. I'm, I like Hulu, so okay. And Hulu don't stop. Hulu will go all day and all night. <laughs> you know your, you know your, and you know your subconscious, your um subconscious mind is taking in that information while you're asleep. That's why I like to laugh. I look at old stuff so I can laugh when I go to sleep. Beware of the person that falls asleep to Netflix. I ain't worried. I've been doing it for wonder, years. I wonder why you getting that warning from Star. I can just tell by the look in her eyes. Like, and she can warn all you want. I know what <laughs> DJ Roland does all day, every day. Hey, Amen. But I'm going to watch it again. I, I, I will honestly say that I loved it. You all said you it's all have never, not seen the closer yet? I loved it. It's funny. Do y'all have Netflix accounts? I've seen it. I've seen it. And I what did you think? What did you think? What did you think, Star? Well, first of all, I just want to state that I absolutely love the hell out of Dave Chappelle. Um, he is free-minded and free-thinking and free-speaking, and I live for him. Um, the Closer, 
for me, I would say two things about the closer. He still decides to live in his truth because he did talk a lot about the cancel culture and not only how they're trying to cancel him out, but other comedians. And you can't even authentically tell jokes <laughs> what, what comedians do. And they actually um, are set in an atmosphere of art where they can go to the extremes and jokes and it be acceptable because they're comedians. And now people are literally trying to shoot them down and shoot their their craft their yeah and and mess with their craft because of jokes because the the internet cancelers are so sensitive that mm. they can't even allow people to freely practice their craft and for me it's kind of heartbreaking too he he was funny and he was phenomenal but he was very truthful and everything that he said. And it was kind of sad because it's kind of like acting, dancing, rapping, singing, any type of form of art where you're expressing something or relaying a message in a unique form or fashion and people just get mad and then want to cancel you out. I, I think sometimes people are very immature and they're suffering from certain things from within and they're projecting that on people. And they don't know to what extent that this is hurting people and messing with people's lives, their 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 money, their family, just because you feel some type of way for five minutes. Mm-mm. I gotta say something. Um, who still looks at um, Saturday Night Live, SNL? I love Saturday Night Live. Okay. Oh my God, love, we got- Do Y'all oh, remember on. last year when he was the host? It started last year before the net the Netflix from 2020. He mm-hmm. was on SNL. He said almost the same stuff. He had to say it in more of a cleaner way mm. on SNL. You didn't and the thing about it, though, and 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 SNL is, is for everybody. That means you ain't gotta have no internet or anything. You can look at it on regular TV mm-hmm. on NBC. He said it back then. Mm. And y'all didn't catch it then. I was wondering when he said it, he said it good. He said it very well. But I was thinking in the back of my head, I I enjoyed it. I ain't had no problems with it. But I was thinking he touched some toes. But isn't he that touched what he some toes back then. I was wondering who's gonna say something. No one really said anything then. Now he went raw. Now you wanna say something. But even with he the gave you a clue last show? year. Go ahead, love. I just feel like he's been raw. Like he's been talking about trans people. He's been talking about his Asian wife. Like he, he kind of, I don't want to say he says the same thing. I'm saying because saying. of the pandemic. I, I I'm not you. disagreeing with you saying love. I'm not disagreeing with that. Because of the pandemic and more people are, you know, tuned in home and home and whatnot. It started then. I really started then. Mm. Yeah. That's deep. He's right. always been raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He just started see. more of it last year. That's all. Last year more. is when it really started. They're that it came out. Because I was wondering because of what he said, like, ooh, he's good, but I'm like, he is touching some toes. <laughs> yeah. Well, said anything. Well, NBC didn't say anything. How they want to cancel he, out Martin. Martin follow Lawrence. Him. Follow so, him. He's been touching toes. He's yeah. been speaking very boldly. Very. 
Ben, this ain't the worst. Right, right. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> this ain't even worse. Yep. So that's why I'm just like, they just extra in their feelings. Grow up. Yeah. Well, you think the pandemic made people more sensitive? No, yeah. I think it gave them too much time to think, too yeah. much time to judge. Okay. Too much All right, reverse. Okay. And it's the projection. It's a lack of healing. They'd rather focus on somebody else's faults than focus on their own stuff. On their own. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Mm. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go back and watch The Closer, man. I mean, that wasn't (laughs) the only thing he touched on. He touched on a lot of stuff in that show. The main thing that he just wants you all to do is just listen. Pay attention. Listen to what's going on to what's happening outside of your door outside of your window there's a lot of stuff that is going on some things are getting swept under the rug look don't take everything that i say out of context i feel like as comedy continues to evolve it's going to still be offensive to certain groups you know (laughs) it, it is i mean you, it you're not is. Gonna over and, and 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 being that I am a black bisexual guy, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, it's so many other things that bothers me that are more detrimental than a comment or a joke that Dave Chappelle made on stage. Like, if we're gonna have some outrage, like it's still crime and violence happening across the country people are still going into public places shooting and people are still killing each other and people are still going out here doing all this terroristic stuff or whatever why don't you cancel them Mm -hmm. i got something this is the old school coming out why they didn't try to cancel out red fox and richard Pryor talking about white folks Mm -hmm. Oh boy! And Dave you, can, you ain't cancel him. You ain't cancel them. You kept pushing him. Yeah. Dave Chappelle talks about that as well, and he goes very deep. I think he's a little bolder than uh, Red Fox too, and um, right. those are people he followed and learned right. from, and Richard Pryor, all of those people, and he is the modernized version of them and more ex- more rated R than them. Nobody said nothing about his comments about racism, white people, none of that. But as soon as, that's why I keep saying, that when people talk about LGBT community, that is strongly looked upon as, like you talking about God or Jesus or something. And I think it's kind of like taken to the point where it's like, you want to be taken serious. You you want your community to be taken serious, right? And you speak very boldly. And the LGBT uh, community speaks very bo- boldly. And I speak being a part of the community. Okay, mm-hmm. I I I am what they call a fag hag. If you talk about <laughs> old fashioned, okay. So that's why I say I too am a gay man. So <laughs> at the end of the day, we speak very Every boldly. Time you say that, I- <laughs> Go to a urinal. Just go to a urinal. <laughs> I, went, I don't even like them, okay? 
but we That's all I want you to do. Just go to a Europe. You know, so let that man be in the some of the sometimes even we and the LGBT community, we can we can we can shoot some shots, but the shade is for real, okay? And it goes down. I mean down. Okay. And it does. I mean, <laughs> so when Dave Chappelle said what he said, that was kind of minor. Like it was like, oh that ain't nothing. Like that ain't battle. nothing. It really goes down. So I think it's just kind of wanting attention where attention is not putting attention where attention is not needed. Really, really. I have to watch the special now. I'm curious. <laughs> right. You need you will first of all you're gonna pee your pants. Okay. <laughs> laughing. Order the bathroom before you look at the yeah. show then. Got right. it. No the show. Okay. All but right. definitely watch so you can get your perspective. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. It's it's a it's a funny show. It's not meant for everybody. I will say that. It's it's not meant for everybody. If you're sensitive, though. PSA, if you're sensitive, don't look at it. Okay, got it. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's the Beat Break Morning Show, the Beat Break Podcast, coming to you live and direct from the Reach One Network Studios in the ATL. I had so much fun with you guys. I mean, this is like one of the funniest and amazing shows that we have done. I mean, we always do. We always do a great job with our shows. I want to thank our special guest co-host, Love Atia. For joining with us this morning on the Beat Break Morning Show. Once again, your social media handles. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. So I have two TikToks. My first TikTok is I Love Atia. That's where I talk about my dating life and sexual health and all that good stuff. And then we have the other TikTok all about animal rights and veganism, which is at Love Atia. And it's love spelled regularly, Atia, A-T-I-Y-A. Same for Instagram. I'm on YouTube, the Love Atia Show. Um, yeah, and my website. Check out my website, loveatia.com. You can purchase some vegan and cruelty-free black-owned skin and hair care products from Ethereal by Loveatia. I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta connect. I gotta connect with you, Atia, because all right. So I'm on this journey of going vegan. It's kind of somewhat hard to be honest with okay. you because I want to maintain my shape. Like I okay. feel like I'm in a great shape, but I need protein. Uh, I need to, of course, stay fit. You know what I mean? Um, I know there's misconceptions, at least from what I heard about being vegan and stuff. So maybe you can spread some vital information to me, put me on to something or what have you, and then we can go from there. Because I really do, I really am giving that vegan thing more consideration than ever before. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Well, I'll leave you with this advice. This is my number one tip is one day at a time. Just take it one day at a time. Be gentle with yourself. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, I got to shout out this one other person, too, who commented. Um, this person said to me in the DM or text, he said, uh, well, what is it that you're looking for, Sean, when you talk about your uh, dating life? Cause I really never really talked about it. I really wasn't very candid about what kind of person I'm looking for. Um, I really go for like nerds. You know what I mean? I go for like the nerdy type of free spirited type of people. That's what I go for. It's not too many people like myself from Atlanta that goes for those type of people. But I like the nerdy, free spirited, conscious people that can make me laugh. People that are silly. Mm -hmm. people you know what i'm saying but but also with ambition and 
uh i'm a hopeless romantic also so i like those kind of people i just thought i'd throw that out there because we did have someone um chiming in on that topic well, let's manifest that for you. We're manifesting for Star. We got to manifest for you too, Sean. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I guess y'all goal is to get where I'm at, right? Period. We trying to be like you, DJ Rollum. All right. Countdown to Engage. his wedding. Countdown to his wedding uh, in February 2022. No, no, not February. You got the wrong person. When is it again? It's, it's April. Oh, April. You know what? I'm confusing you with one other person. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You confusing <laughs> with her. Yeah. All right. Okay. Speaking of which, Roland, where can people follow you? Always, always follow me at DJ Roland, DJ R O L L E M on Instagram and Twitter, and DJ Roland Townsend. Um, I'm telling you, I'm keep getting hits. People keep requesting me. A week ago, a manager at a restaurant texted me saying they wanted to hear the sounds of DJ Roll. Okay. Now, are you still taking requests from people that want you to put together an R. Kelly mix? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you this. I already made a mix. I'm not going to redo it. So if you want that one, hit me up. <laughs> Almost two hours worth. There, there go your answer. Is, is it going to be like just him doing one verse and then the rest is instrumental? Like no, 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 no. <laughs> These are full version songs and including "I Can Believe I Can Fly." Okay. <laughs> and that's at the end. So let's see what happens. <laughs> All right. I, I feel like there's going to be a remix to that song really soon, man. I believe I can get He's out of jail. He's already a remix. He's already in jail. So hey. I believe I can. I can believe I can make it. Yeah. I can believe I don't drop the soap. <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I cannot. Savages. Savages. DJ Roller Mix goes from bump and grind to I believe I can fly. There you go. There you go. I can't. Okay, in the middle, sex that. me. And the world's greatest. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anywho. But yeah, you all got, you can follow. Oh, by the way, love, I already followed you, girl. Follow back. Follow back. I got you. But, um, I followed you on both of my uh, platforms, but you guys okay. can uh, all follow me at She Talk Atlanta on Instagram and Facebook. And a lot of people have been inquiring about my real estate investing. So follow me at Real Estate Is Life Atlanta on Instagram and Facebook as well. Man, I gotta say, man, y'all y'all helped me relieve my headache. My headache has gone away now. Thank goodness to you all, man. I had. I had a headache prior coming on to the morning show, but now it's gone. Thanks to you all and this glass of margarita. Real talk. So the four of us, three humans in a in a uh, substance, helped out. <laughs> there you go. All right, y'all. It's the Beat Break Morning Show, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you follow me on all your social media at Beat Break Radio or at Sean Garvey on Facebook, Sean Garvey ATL on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, coming up next, Rollum got that hot mix for you, the caffeine and energy drink mix coming up in just a few moments right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. And uh, tune in again, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about 
the space program. William Shatner is already in space. Is it a sign for things to come? With money. With money. money. I heard that you can now get a spaceship via Amazon, from Amazon now. If you're an employee. (laughs) If you got a billion dollars. Or you invest in in Amazon, something like that. Either or. Or you win a lawsuit for racial equality. Oh, mic drop, mic drop. All right, coming up, caffeine energy drink mix right here on the Be Break Morning Show. Y'all keep it locked.